Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what is up, Gorehounds? Welcome to the Gore More Podcast. I am the not so mean fluff, Master Supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing it in. But of course, I do not bring this shit show in alone. No, 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 no. For with me, as always, are my wicked wizards of the Winter Wonderland. Bring it in. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You like that one? Yeah. You worked on it this week, buddy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we're going to start this bitch clockwise. Bring it in, of course, with the killing machine himself. That meat mountain, 100% Italian sausage, Mr. Bobby Amone. Happy holidays, fuckers. Yeah. And, of course, that host with the ghost, El Scuba Cabra, Mr. Lord Scuba Steve Vasquez. How's it going, baby? And joining us today as a guest host, because the Chad Daddy Dark Lord is not here himself, is Heather. And we don't even have a nickname, so I'm going to throw out some. And if tell me if it's cool. If not, then we'll work on them. But I got Mistress of Mayhem. That's one. Uh, Scoob, you had one. What was it? Dark Queen? What was it? Dark Queen oh, or something? Oh, fuck. I don't remember what I put in the chat. We were trying to come up with one. So unless you got one for yourself, Heather, I didn't want. TJ used to call me Slasher Slut, but. I don't want. No, I don't. Yeah. No. Yeah. I want to give you something a little bit more like. That's why I was going with Mistress of Mayhem. That sounded cool to me right off the bat. We could figure I, out. I, I, I called her the sister the, from, from Akila Mista. The redhead of the dead. Ooh. Ooh. That's right, Head of the Dead. All right. I think I like that. All right. The Redhead of the Dead, Heather Dye, joining us today. And, of course, today is December 6th, 2021. And, well, we have an amazing Christmas classic we are covering today. But first, as always, we uh, dabble in a little bit of reality of what the fuck we did the last week. So, Scuba Steve, if you could please. <clears throat> it is now time for your... Yeah, buddy. So, uh, you know what? We're going to start it with our uh, guest host, Heather. And then if you want to take it counterclockwise after that. All right. Well, let's see. I watched Gremlins twice this week. So that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I've got spent uh, like $250 to fill up my fuel tank on my boat to get ready for winter storage. Ooh, hot day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Got to take her out for a ride on one of those 55 degree days we've had recently. So oh, nice. that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. <clears throat> and uh, had some sweet marinara freaking ziti as we talked about in the shit show. Yeah, what chat. the hell? Why that do people huge. dump cups of sugar into their sauce? Why? You're not supposed to. Oh, no, God, no. Sometimes. Sometimes when you find a sweet tomato, because there are sweet tomatoes. Yes, there are. If you make a sauce out of those sweet tomatoes, you get a naturally sweet sauce that is fucking amazing. Okay, I, naturally I, that's sweet, what I was talking about. Naturally sweet is totally about. different, and I do yes. know what you're talking about. But adding sugar 
No. You that's yeah, that's no. like sacrilegious to us Italian folk. I, I feel, yeah. I can, I'm not even Italian and I feel that, bud. That's, <laughs> that's just sacrilege. All right. Fucking A, dude. So how else and, you been, Heather? Uh, pretty good. I had one uh, <clears throat> interesting thing happen. I think it was last Saturday. Oh, <laughs> I went to pick up something from a liquor store at like 1145. They close at midnight. And as I was pulling out, I was like, I'm going to go right across the street to 7-Eleven to get some nachos. And, you know, there were bright lights in the parking lot and all I was doing was going straight across the street. So I didn't realize that I hadn't turned my headlights on. And I drove right past a cop and I was like, fuck. Well, luckily he <laughs> didn't pull into the 7-Eleven and uh, ask me to step outside of the car. Yeah. No Man. shit. <laughs> luckily nice. that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, so, right. I was freaking out for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think as we all do whenever we see those Oh dude, that's a straight up oh, fucking yeah. moment, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. We used to call those sex lights because you knew somebody was getting fucked. Oh, I love Ooh. it. I love it. <laughs> that's a new one I'm fucking using. Thank you for that. <laughs> all right. Nice. Uh, how about you, Scuba? Well, I have, you know, I, I worked the, the, the day job and the night job this past weekend. I've been going over footage from our investigation that we did last weekend, and we've been finding some pretty crazy shit from our last investigation. I've been posting stuff here and there on Facebook. Um, tonight, I'm actually going to <clears throat> somebody's house. They messaged us and asked us to go do an investigation because they think they have a possible demonic entity in their home. So as soon as I get done here, I'm going to go do that. Um, but I've just been working and, you know, I got to watch Gremlins uh, yesterday. I watched Gremlins and then I followed it up with Gremlins too because I can't just watch one and not the other. You know, so, I need two on physical. I for some, I thought I had and I don't. I have both on Blu-ray. I have both on Blu-ray in a two-pack. Um and that's all I did yesterday. I just relaxed and, you know, hung out here at home. I cleaned a little bit, uh, yeah. reorganized some things, packed away my ghost stuff that I need to fucking unpack now to take out. <laughs> to reuse. Yeah, to reuse. So, but that was it, man. What about you, Bobby? Uh, let's see. I was, uh, well, it's the Christmas time, as we all know. Who knew? Um, selling Christmas trees again this weekend. So that was been a very tiring weekend as well, but had a, had an ugly sweater. <laughs> Christmas party on Saturday, and um, I'll wear it next week. But um, you'll have to see it to believe it. It says "Snowman fucking balls" on it, and on the bottom, <laughs> it's got a carrot and a set of hairy blue balls with oh it shit hanging right where the old meme mountain there lays when he's dormant. Uh, <laughs> nice, hot. So I had that going on, and then yeah, just selling the trees right now. So the past couple of weeks, the cosplay stuff has been quiet because it's just been busy so once i get past this weekend full blown for the next like three weeks don't want to be bothered kidding so that's going nice. on and i got to watch this wonderful movie although i do not have it on physical media i need to get that and two so that's on the list for the next dvd um and blu-ray list that i have to get so that's about yes. it at the current time you can get I it relatively Sorry, I saw the one-two pack together on Amazon for something like 70 bucks. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm probably going to end up ordering that or, you know, whatever I catch first is what I'm going to do. So that's, yeah. all, that's all about me, Mr. Fluffmaster Supreme. Give me the good old 
Give me the rundown. Give you the dish. Well, give me uh, the dick. I mean, dish. Whoa. Hey there. Um, I had a fucking chill weekend, dude. It was nice. The kiddo had gymnastics early, so my Saturday morning wasn't rushed. And I got a bunch of new lights and hung them up. So I got a funny kind of Clark Griswold story here. Not terrible or anything like that. Like, I didn't get hurt or nothing. But it was just, uh, I, I had the measurement out, but when I set the lights, I had the extension cord going up my spout, right? And then I started it for some reason from the spout. So I had the lights going over from the spout to the house, which probably gave like a foot of lights off the house. I get all the way down to the other end of the house, dude. I'm literally six inches shy from completing the fucking circuit to the end of the house. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) yep. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? Nope. Nope. I'll just fucking leave it, dude. It took me a good enough while. I'm not going to do like It's only like three lights it's missing at that spot, and it's behind that downspout over there. I'm fucking good, right? Dude, 15 minutes later, isn't my ass outside like, nope, can't fucking do it, man. I'm going to see that shit, and it's going to drive me fucking nuts. So there was another fucking hour wasted of pulling it down and resetting it just a foot, the whole fucking length of like 80 feet. And I was like, oh, God. damn. Yep. You shouldn't, so staple, was, you shouldn't staple your arm or your No, I wasn't using staples or nothing. It was gutter hooks and shit. But still, like, by the end of it, I was sick of fucking like holding my arms up like this. I'm like, all right. I'm fucking going to go in and play Halo now. Like, fuck all this bullshit. <laughs> uh, but other than that, man, played a fuck ton of Halo with a bunch of homies, which has been awesome because for any of you that have played that shit, and it, it dude, it feels straight up like Halo 3 2007 to me, man. I get like oh, 10 nice. motherfuckers in a party, dude. That shit doesn't happen anymore, especially when you're fucking getting closer to 40. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, dude, it's bringing people out of the woodwork and it's awesome. So I'm like playing with motherfuckers I've never played with, playing with people I haven't played with in years, like fucking hands down. That's that's the glory of video games, though, man. It really is, dude. You get to connect with people that you either would never have connected with before or you get to reconnect with people that you lost touch with, you know? Fuck yeah, dude. And it gets to have fun fucking doing it. Oh, yeah, man. Like, we got, I got some of my buddies on that haven't even been online in like three fucking years or at least since the last Halo really dropped. And uh, yeah, dude, it's, it's just been a fun time, man. So if you're thinking about it, download it. I will straight up say it's beta. Still has a, it's still glitchy as shit. I love it, but there's, there's definitely some major tweaking that needs to happen before the game drops on Thursday. No, two days. Yeah, so Wednesday. Fuck. But, all right, enough of all, all this bullshit. Let's talk about what the fuck we are here to talk about today. And Heather, what is that? Gremlins from 1984, which is actually the year I was born. Ooh. June 8th, 1984. <clears throat> Fun-loving inventor Rand Peltzer, searching for the perfect gift for his son Billy, buys what he thinks will be the perfect thing. He finds the Mogwai in a curious shop in Chinatown, but it comes with three very specific instructions. Don't get him wet, keep him out of the light, and never feed him after midnight. When all three rules are broken, what results is a chaotic Christmas perpetrated by mischievous little monsters called gremlins. Mm. Now, now Billy, his family, and his girlfriend Kate must stop the gremlins from destroying everything in sight. So when your washing machine blows up, or your TV goes on the fritz before you call the repairman, turn on all mm-hmm. the lights and look under all the beds 
Because you never can tell, there just might be a gremlin in your house. I love oh, that line. That is I like, that he, I love that he I threw love the that. end line. Yeah, that's yes. so great. Uh, Thank Chad, you, Chad, Daddy. Daddy. Yes, bravo. Perfect. Perfect, Chad. <laughs> Chad Daddy's out there. He's fine. He had some car trouble today. So. We love you, Chad. That's right. But All he's right. getting into that new house, so we'll yeah. see him in new duds when he actually Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so. we will. What do you say? Next week he might be on or something like that? Well, we do have another special guest oh, next that's week. That's right, we do. Yes, and Robo we Fuck, Chad, right? Yeah. Yes. Tyler's going to be joining us, and it's been a minute since Tyler's joined us, so that'll be fun, too. Oh. But let's live here in the moment, because you know what? Today's a present. That's what it is all about at Christmas. So well, let's keep opening that present, shall we? Bobby, take it away, buddy. You got it. Directed by Joe Dante, who did Piranha, The Howling, and The Burbs, one of my favorites. Yeah. Written by Chris Columbus, The Goonies, and young Sherlock Holmes. I think he also had something to do with uh, another movie called Home Alone. Home Alone, baby. Directed it. (laughs) Produced by Michael Fennell, The Howling, and The Burbs. Starring Zach Galligan from Waxworks and Hatchet 3 as Billy Peltzer. Phoebe Cates. Phoebe. Mm. My heart. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Need I say more? Drop Dead Fred as Kate Berenger. Hoyt Axon, Bonanza, the Black Stallion, as Randall Rand Peltzer. Polly Holiday. Ho- yeah, Holiday. Alice, Mrs. Doubtfire, as Ruby Deagle. Deagle, that's it. Mrs. Deagle. Mrs. Fucking women's. She's so a fucking. Francis Lee McCain, Footloose, and Back to the Future as Lynn <laughs> Peltzer. Judge Reinhold, Fast Time at Ridgemont High. Beverly Hills Cop as Gerald Hopkins, another douche. Hmm. Terrible. Dick Miller, The Howling, Explorers, The Terminator. Oh, so much more. Murray Futterman. Glenn Turman, A Different World. How Stella Got Her Group Back as Roy Hansen. Uh, Wait, Key- A Different World, the show from the 90s? I believe so. I used to watch that. Key Luke. The Green Hornet and Dead Heat as Mr. Wing. Scott, Brand- Scott Brady, Dead Kids as Frank Riley. And Corey Feldman from the yeah. Games. Friday the 13th, Part 4, the final chapter as Pete Fountaine. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. Lone. You're welcome. Mr. Scuba. <clears throat> All right. So music by Jerry Goldsmith, who did Psycho 2, Poltergeist, and Leviathan. Cinematography by John Hora from The Howling, Loverboy. A lot of howling. And- Yep. Edited by Tina Hirsch, Airplane 2 and the Explorers. <laughs> Effects makeup, Airplane Stephen Norrington, Hellraiser, Bloodline, Blade, yeah. Chris Wallace, The Fly, House 2, The Second oh, yeah. Story. I fucking love that movie. Chris Wallace, it's a great man. movie. Distributed by Warner Brothers, runtime of 106 Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Uh, MPAA rating PG, budget $11 million, gross $212.9 million. I would say success. Uh, <laughs> yeah. J- just, just a little successful. I think Bro, so. That is, those executives' pants were bulging when this oh, movie yeah. came. And oh, they were yeah. very smart about releasing the movie, too. And if you think about, you know, what movie it released with, like, Bro. they did damn good. Right, that literally released alongside Ghostbusters, dude. Yeah, really. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. June fifth was Ghostbusters, so it would have been three days beforehand. Say, dude, talk about summer block. Imagine if we were actually able to see this shit when it came out in theaters like that year. Like, oh my god, dude. Well, I was two years old. I may have wanted to see it. I don't. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, you would need like. 
saying like a solid seven to eight year olds. So you can yeah. really have a yeah. solid. Yeah. Like oh. Chad Daddy might have. Um, <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> Fair enough. We're just going to say he did. <laughs> it fits the moment. That is amazing. All right. We're, uh, so we, have we do not breakdown? have a boss's breakdown today. Um, unless TJ, you're listening and you want to send one, if you can, I'll always throw it up there. So seeing we don't have that, let's generally discuss this movie. I mean, what can you say? What, I, I love amazing, this movie. Dude. I love it. So there are, there are a shitload of plot holes though in this movie. Yes. Absolutely. And watching it as an adult, almost 40 years old i'm like okay this should this you know this is just all wrong like but it is such a good fucking movie it's one of those movies from our childhood that even my kids watch it and they're like oh that's from my childhood you know what i mean because i made them watch it when they were little and it's just it's such a good fucking movie i I can't i mean i don't know anybody that does not like gremlins I'm going to take it one step further. It's not only just a good Christmas movie, because like it obviously does all the Christmas stuff and everything. I mean, it's not like overly, overly Christmassy, but it's all there. You know what I mean? They got carolers yeah. and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's such a great family introduction to horror movie. Yes. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yes. And that's what's amazing about it, because like Steven Spielberg fucking just took this off. the. I mean, obviously, he's, like, he's still like... He knew what he had. That's why he threw his fucking name on it. You and know it, was I mean? to be, it was supposed to be a lot darker than oh, what. It was pretty fucking dark. Oh, and it's pretty dark. Don't get me wrong. And that's why the sequel's a lot more cartoony. Yeah. You know, campy. Because they didn't want to do the same thing over again. But this was supposed to be a straight up horror movie. And it easily could have been had, yeah. in my opinion. You just changed some musical cues because mm-hmm. that's why they chose, I swear to God, the music for some scenes because some scenes were so dark, but then they put this like cheerful, like, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? It wasn't like in like how new horrors do, new horror movies do it where they use like a nice song, but in a scary setting. That's just yeah. like, yeah, it helped lighten the mood more so. And dude, it, the darkest part in the movie for me, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people getting off, but is when, you get his girlfriend's fucking story of her. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, oh, oh my where God. Where the fuck does that come from? Yeah. Dude? And I think oh, I have yeah. that in my notes. I think I have that in my notes. Cause there's a, there's a little, uh, behind the scenes about that part. Uh, but we'll talk about that in the notes, but yeah, that, that one scene is like, what the fuck? Like, Oh my God. Like she's had it way worse than these little fucking gremlins, you know? Hey, boss man. Boss man. Oh, on, there he is. Bossman said Gremlins 2 is better appreciated as an adult. Oh, I fucking love Gremlins 2 as a kid. It was still so great. So I loved it as a kid, especially when he went all, like, Gizmo goes all Rambo. Rambo, stuff, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, dude. That's like, fuck yeah. But, dude, it's been a hot minute since I've seen the second one. So I'll have to take Bossman up and see how I feel as an adult. Always. Phoebe yes, Cates is always a bitch. Yes, oh, yeah. Mm. Just, mm. But I mean, yeah. what, can I, what else can you say about this? Is, is it a perfect movie? No. No. Is it a, a fun Christmas movie? movie? Absolutely, it's a, it's it's a fun horror movie, and not it's most a fun horror Christmas horror movie. Yeah, and not most and most horror films, whether they're Christmas, they're not. I mean, they're fun, but you know what I mean when I say fun, right? Yeah. Like, the, the, I don't know about you, but as much as this is a Christmas horror movie, because I was laughing more than anything. Oh, yeah. Dude, up until where they actually like cocoon and shit starts going fucking like whoa south, like <laughs> when everything's fuzzy and cute, bro. That's like a full like. First of all, that's a 
I mean, come on, that's Baby Yoda. Baby, they Disney knew what they were like. <laughs> you know what? Gizmo was so awesome. We're just gonna do it again. Yeah, and they did. Just green, <laughs> just green, and no fur. And it still worked. And no, uh, yeah. and no that's all they did. Corvette. And but then you like, get the baby marshmallows and ghost, Ghostbusters. Oh, bro. Maybe oh, <laughs> anything is awesome. Maybe anything monster, like any that was monster, <laughs> is awesome. Yeah. Look, you can see my little Stay Puff right there. You see him? Right there where my <laughs> Yo, the, uh, yeah. Some, some guys uh, got their um, three-pack today. I know one of my buddies did. So those are dropping if anybody got those. Uh, let's see. Bossman says it started Joe Dante's fad of making little monsters and living toy films. Uh-huh. Nice. That would make sense. I mean, before we go into behind the scenes, is there anything? I mean, we do have the Brody. Do we want to hear from him? Uh, oh, let's him do in two Brody fucking weeks, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's bring in that. That's all well and good, boys. No, hey, we don't want to. Snip fucking snip. Well, howdy fucking booty there, gentlemen. It is your DKB here back after a two-week hiatus, and I do apologize about that. And it's all due to the fact that Australia needs to pick their fucking A game up with the streaming services. Danny. I mean, they suck fucking balls, right? We don't get everything like you guys get over in the States, and I do apologize about that. Anywho, we're not here to talk about that shit. We're here to talk about Gremlins and why I fucking like this film, right? Now, the nostalgia factor is there, because one and two, I grew up watching two more so, and I like that more so than this one, because I'm that 90s fucking kid. Anywho, um, you know, what I really appreciate about is the, or the, or this film in general, is the fact that it's got that dark comedic sense of humor, violent, fucking over the top. Yeah, it, it just works on so many levels. It's so fucking funny. I mean, it's nothing to take really serious. It's joint, it's enjoyable from the word go. Um, you know, I like the whole idea that, uh, I don't know if actually Joe Dante created it himself, but he was able to bring these, uh, little creepy critter gremlins to fucking life and, you know, play on that and each one has its own personality in that sense i think it's fantastic to see um and he he really elaborates uh that society with today's society um they just do not give a fuck they are relentless sons of bitches they will kill us they will kill each other um and yeah i just think it's there are a couple of scenes that are over the top and but but they work they work and it's fucking hilarious um and i love that shit you know, and I love the whole design of these uh, gremlins, uh, even Gizmo. And I like the whole premise of it. Like, if you get water on Gizmo after a certain time of night, there's little motherfuckers pop out of him. He has these babies that turn out to be these uh, fucking, yeah, crazy little sons of bitches. So, yeah, you know, the cinematography in this film, is nothing really to rave on about. But the whole production design and the way it's set up to be this Christmas movie, I really dig. I think they did a fantastic job doing that. Um, and I think it needs to be really recognized more so, well, it's obviously recognized as a Christmas film, but it's just not at, not at the top of everyone's list when we talk about Christmas films, and I think it really should be up there. Like, it, it, it's, it's an enjoyable film, um, and I mean, it is pretty full on for, like, potentially a kid's film. It's that border where it's like, you know, will I let my kid watch it? If I had kids, fucking oath, they'd be watching mm-hmm. this shit. Yep. They Hell yeah, dude. Or, or about. But anywho, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it short and sweet this week. I'm going to give this a Gormor score of a solid four. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think Joe Dante created a great film. He obviously knows what he wants, and he, um, yeah, fucking mastered it. So, anywho, 
DKB signing out. Um, I know I shall catch you motherfuckers next week. Cheers, gentlemen. Yeah, buddy. Spot on with what he's got awesome. to say. That's for sure. Thank you, Brody, sir. I'm I glad mean, we got him back. There's really nothing, like I said, there's really nothing bad you can say about this movie. No. Now, like I said, with, with, <clears throat> with the plot holes, there are some, and I just, I want to bring some up. So, you're not supposed to get the gremlins wet, even no. after they turn into gremlins. If they You're not even water, supposed to give them water to drink, he says. Yeah. So, yeah. after, after you get, come on, after they turn <sighs> into gremlins, they're walking in the fucking snow. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wait, yeah. What the fuck? They should be popping out gremlins left and right. Not only that, can I add one more instance to that? The whole bar scene. They're drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah exactly. water and anything. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Ooh. beer. They're sitting there drinking the fucking beer. Sure, anything you drink has water yep. in it. So anything essentially liquid, I assume that would have water in it, would still cause those properties, right? So that's, like, yeah, so or does yeah. it because it can't oh, yeah. be pure water, because if it's pure water. They wouldn't make sense of why he, when he jumped in the pool because that would be yeah. overly chlorinated and shit. You know what I mean? TJ, so, TJ, gremlins are superior to ghoulies. That's all I'm saying. I, that's I, all I, I'm I, saying. You know, I have not. I can't even argue because I have not seen the ghoulies enough to make that argue. <laughs> argument. Part like, two is decent. Yeah. But it's not. What about part one? I can't. I mean, obviously, I can literally just listen to ghoulies unflushed and not even yeah. watch watch there them you go. catch it all. There you so. go. Yeah, you know, little shout out there. Catch so, in other words, in other words, this whole town really should have just been covered. And when you, when I, when you say covered, I mean covered. They should have been covered in gremlins. They, this should have went AVP Requiem, dude, where there was just gremlins everywhere, and they were like, "We got to fucking nuke this shit from orbit." Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's exactly what should have occurred. The minute that they touched the snow, they should have just been popping out little fucking babies behind them. While those babies are popping out babies and just yeah. continuously going. Like literally, are you just pop, 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 Yeah. So, okay. So with Brody, his question was, is that just for Gizmo or for both? I would, it's, I would assume it's both because obviously both. like Spike was yeah, going for, no. the mm-hmm. only thing that turns them into gremlins is when they eat after midnight. Water yes. just makes them multiply. Like that mm-hmm. sunlight like will kill them. And sunlight. Yeah. And so they're almost like vampires. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of. I mean, I'm interested though, like would, Gizmo turn into a gremlin if he eats after midnight, or he's smart no, enough. No, here's the thing that so that is one of the behind the scenes. Mm. The, okay, so that question was going to be answered originally, but they axed it and created this guy right here instead because they wanted to make it a more family friendly movie. Fair Gizmo. Enough. Gizmo was originally supposed to be the one who turned into the gremlin. Oh, then, yes. So it was like yeah. a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of thing. Exactly. Oh, all right. Yeah. No, I yeah. like the way they went with it. Yeah. But like yeah. maybe, but maybe also like because he's the prime one. Well, no, because they still say don't feed him. So like, no, he, he's in just other words, gotta, yes, it, it would have happened. Gizmo's got to be smart enough to just know not to eat after midnight. So he doesn't turn into a gremlin. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. got, they all have consciousness. Like, so Jimmy, Jimmy said to find after midnight, like, does it reset at 5 a.m.? So yes, that's what that's I really want never to know. explained. And it's never even really explained. Is it noon? Like, I but, feel like oh, noon hi, Jimmy. Re- reset, well, no, no, no. Right? I feel, I feel when the sun comes up, that's when the new day so starts. So dawn is reset. So I like, feel so five. Yeah. And that's just me. That's just me. That's fine. No, no, no. I think no, that I, dawn is the reset. Makes right. sense to me. You know, no, that's, yeah, I, I can. 
That was one of my biggest questions because they never explained that. I'm like, does it reset at noon? So you only get like a 12 hour span to feed them? Is it, you know what I mean? Like, that's an interesting well, you see, question. And the, you know, and that was, like I said, that was one of the things that was never answered in either film. And they even make fun of that aspect in Gremlins 2 <laughs> when the, the security guards are asking him, well, exactly that too, Donnie. What if it goes into a different time zone? They ask that question <laughs> also. And he has, Billy has no answers because there is no, you know, no solid answer to it. Right. Um, Brody said, I'd like to see a prequel to this. This I'm, this obviously had to have had happened before. Okay, so yes, there are, with the there are books. I believe there's a book that is a prequel to this, and it gives the origin of Gizmo. <laughs> Yo. Look, Yo. Joe, I didn't write the fucking movie, all right? All, all these questions are These are all now. great questions, They are the all way. great questions, but great we don't questions. have the answers for those. But in the, in, in the book, Gizmo is an alien from another world. Oh, there are other Mogwai who are not evil. So okay, just like just like Gizmo, there's female Mogwai. Her name's Brownie. Um, there's another one named Duda or some shit like that. Um, but it, Gizmo is not of Earth, so he gets here somehow. I've never read the book. I was just you know reading some stuff online about it. But there is a book that does say where the Mogwai come from. Which for me, I feel like that just takes away the whole like mystery of it. Mystery of yeah. The I want them to be from the ancient Orient, dude. Like exactly. you know, be like exactly. that's what I see them from. Like, I'd almost kind of rather not know where they're from because it just makes right. it that much more like what are like what really but, are they? We know what they are, but we don't know what they are. Okay, yeah. I want to know the guy, the shop owner, though. I want to know his story and how yeah. he knows all about it. Like that's the prequel. Maybe that's not the prequel Brody wants. But I feel like we could get a lot more if we got that'd be kind of cool. And then show him maybe like meeting Gizmo as a child and right, like him learning the lesson, like whatever. Well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, and, and this dude's supposed to be really, really, really old. You know what I mean? So maybe he got it from his grandfather. Or, you know, it's just like a family thing where he has to take care of the Mogwai. Ooh, like it's a pass down. Okay. Yeah, it's a pass down. And it's, it was learned from the. Original Mogwais coming to Earth, accidentally getting wet, except for I see, Gizmo. You know, I, I like that they're aliens, but at the same time, like, it kind of makes it too <sighs> E.T.-ish. And yes. it's like, it kind of... Yeah. It's it's yeah. almost like if you found out the Graboids were aliens, it kind of takes away from that shit. I just think it would be cool if, like, they were just, I don't know, weird creatures on Earth. So, like, that was another big plot hole that, personally, I thought was weird. Is, like, when the father introduces Gizmo to the family... Nobody has that moment of like, and I'm pretty sure one of us in this group would, where they'd back up and be like, dude, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is that thing? thing? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Because, exactly. like, you just brought in an unknown species into this house and you're just acting like it's a fucking cat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he yeah. immediately says to Whoa. him, here's, here's your new pet. It's like, what? What do I do and with I love it? how the dog's like, what the fuck? Right. Like, the, the dog was the, the smartest the character in this movie besides say, the mom the like, dog was the character that went what the fuck without saying what the fuck yeah right yeah that's why spike yeah. fucked with him dude hung him in the lights <laughs> and I, I also love the fact that um when you meet, when you first meet gizmo and then as the films go on you could see as he looks at the other magua like as disgust he, as he's not even in disgust <laughs> he just kind of looks at him like Something no, he straight like up looks at him disgust when they're eating chicken. Well, dude. because he like, knows, like, he knows, he's like, fuck, man, these dudes are yeah, gonna right. fuck and everything you can, up. 
And you could tell oh, yeah. and you could tell he's different because when they're fucking transformed, he's like, um, why did anybody do this? And not even that, but it's like when they first popped out and you see Spike Foreman and then you see other little ones and then you just see Gizmo, he's like, and you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he yeah. knows, like, uh oh, here it goes. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh shit, I thought I got away from this. Like, dude, like I think a Gremlins could be a series, dude. Like, yeah. Oh, I would love a series. I would love yeah. a Gremlin series. A prequel would be cool, but I, like I said, I just feel like it would take away the mystery mm-hmm. of the Gremlin. If I never get it explained in my lifetime, I'm okay with that. Straight up, dude. If you gave me a even cheesy, I wouldn't even care because it's been done to death. But if you give me the cheesy storyline of the government wants gremlins to use them for warfare, yeah. I'm fucking sold. Yes, I don't fuck give yeah. a shit. Okay. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking an easy it. one. That's they're in the bag. Them with all this shit. Yeah. Fucking they're making super. I mean, like t- you're going two, but even tanks more. and shit. <laughs> super fucking. You get a super so gremlin, gremlin that's dude. like the size dude. of fucking the rock, all fucking swollen. Dude, shit. they get all jacked up, and then like, of course, because it's gremlins, like in one scene, they all jump in and they're the Avengers. Like they all do the fucking. Super- <laughs> Oh shit! So if any, if any movie studios are listening, if anybody movie studios are listening out there, hit us up. Hit us up. We have ideas. We have ideas. I thought they were working on a new Gremlin. They're supposed to be working on a part three. Um, right. It was. Actually yeah. I know they teased it. Nice. They teased it what last year? Yeah. With that Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I have not heard anything about. Yeah, it. Yeah. Say it's been quiet as fuck, dude. Yeah. See, see, you said the Gremlins used for warfare. I could see one jacked Gremlin picking up tanks and like. Doing sh- like this with I mean, like I said, that, <laughs> plot, that plot has been done to death. Oh, yeah. I mean, shit, the fact that it's even in Jurassic Park, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. Of course. But I don't give a shit, dude, because gremlins make sense. Because if you have these weird little nasty creatures that you're like, oh, man, we could just have one and then junk them into a lake. And then they drop supply, supply crates around the lake, dude. So then they all fucking eat. And then, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it would be it would literally be a river of gremlins. It'd be amazing, dude. Can you imagine that? There's some fucked up warfare right there. You just drop the gremlins in, dude. Hey, it oh, sounds like there's a gremlin in someone's house with a dog. Right? <laughs> Ooh, a so, uh, shall we uh, spread the tree and look for the squirrel? See what's in that? Let's see for them notes. Let's look at do them it. nuts. All right. Whoa. So, hey. So, the set for Kingston Falls is the same one used for Back to the Future. Both mm-hmm. movies were filmed on the Universal Studios backlot, which. I was I, wondering, I was like, this looks like something familiar. So the only thing, I mean, they just shot it differently to make it look so like a different not, time like square. Hillbilly. Yeah. <laughs> right, the right. theater that blows up is the theater that fucking, that Marty, you know, crashes, crashes into. into yeah. yeah. So now I'll say, now that you said, I look, from looking behind if, him, I'm like, oh if shit. If you look at that opening pan shot of the center park, it, it shows, you can see the clock tower from the side. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> But well, and then the that. bank, the bank is actually where the diner was. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So All there, right. I mean, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, and, and it's, I, I think it's cool how they basically disguised it by the way they shot the movie. So right. they're like, yo, bring in the snow, now. bring in the snow machine, just mm-hmm. snow the fuck everything out, put some Christmas decorations up, take down the crazy thing that fucking Doc put up, you know, and go from there. Yeah. Good to go. What else we got, buddy? All right. So the inspiration for Gremlins spawned from Steven Spielberg's early drafts of E.T. Originally, there were going to be a lot of evil E.T.s with only one of them being good. Yet, as he developed the story, he decided to ditch that idea and just a good E.T. 
Gremlins was the revival of his original concept with Gizmo being the good terrestrial this time around. Okay. Did anyone notice a little E.T. doll? When yes. The, when Spike's when, hiding uh, in the shelf? Yeah. Yeah. Was there? Yes, yeah. there was. All was, I noticed was right was, in front of him. I thought, it, wait, when he was like hiding behind the stuffed animals? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was Bugs Bunny and Sylvester. No, no, no. Yeah, no. and then there was, there was a little E.T. E- e- on the too. shelf. There was also a little E.T. Oh. Yeah, when he's on the oh. shelf. There's I would say e- I only e- noticed the the Warner Brothers plants. Like, can we talk about the product placement in this movie, by the way? Dude? Oh, yeah. It is oh, straight up blatant, hardcore product placement. They're it's not even trying right to hide it. Like Burger <laughs> King right in the beginning. Like, bro, yeah. if you didn't want a fucking Whopper, like, some, you know what I mean? Like, But did you notice that that Burger King, there's a sign, but it looks pretty uh, vacant underneath? Yeah, it looks oh, very yeah, vacant course, inside. Yeah, I'm like looking, I'm like, oh, okay. Studio lot. <laughs> <laughs> Still. So anyway. written written by Chris Columbus as a writing sample, the original version, version was much more violent and featured scenes such as the gremlins decapitating Billy's mom and rolling her head down the stairs when Billy got home. They also oh, ate fuck. Barney. What? Yes. No! Oh, yeah. shit. So like I said, no. this, with with little changes that they did, it could have been a fucking straight up horror flick. See, but that makes me kind of want to see that straight up horror flick. Cause I'm... I mean, it's I'm not never, saying no, I'm not no opposed to it, but it's like at the same time, like, dude, that is not... That would not be this movie. Like, I don't no, know. It, would, it wouldn't be in That's another part of the multiverse. Dude. No, because like I don't, I wouldn't want his mom to die, man. Because I like not to jump her head or anything, but she was like one of my favorite characters because of like just how I just feel like that mom went through some shit. Oh yeah, just say you know what I mean. Like, oh yeah, she went into that ready for to get like to fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. That mom's been through some crap. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but but it, it was there. Yeah, dude. She she was dual wielding knives, dude. Yeah, like, she, right off the bat, she didn't even think twice. How many white girls in movies are like don't even like they'll walk past knives and won't even think, dude? No, she's yeah. like shink shink. No, nope, yeah, they, they don't get the knife till like, the end scene when there's nobody around. Yeah. All right. Anyways. So another major difference is that the Mogwai Billy gets originally became evil and became striped. The script eventually ended up in the hands of Steven Spielberg, who asked Columbus to tone it down, thus turning it into the movie we know today. So Gizmo Thank was supposed Spielberg. to be the bad guy. Yeah. Thank you, Spielberg. So here's about the Santa speech. The Santa speech proved to be a controversial and uh, to be controversial, and the studio executives insisted upon its removal because they felt it was too ambiguous as to whether it was supposed to be funny or sad. Director Joe Dante, however, stubbornly refused to take the scene out, saying it represented this movie as a whole, which had a combination of horrific and comedic elements. Executive producer Steven Spielberg did not like the scene, but despite his creative control, he viewed this movie as Dante's project and allowed him to leave it in. And smart, smart move. I mean, dude, I think it definitely adds a lot of weight to the film. It Mm -hmm. is a definite what the fuck moment for sure. I think I don't I don't know. I don't I almost don't feel like it is necessarily needed or maybe it could have been done a little differently, but you know what I mean, dude, who's who's to argue with the director? He sees he has a certain vision on it, so plus we're still and plus we're talking about it what f- almost 40 years later, so well, it's a great movie exactly. all in all, dude. One, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, well, once he's there, it doesn't fucking matter when the whole thing's nah. amazing. But all right, Scoobs, what else we got, buddy? So in Cantonese, Mogwai 
translate to devil or demon. Oh. Huh. So our little Mogwai buddy Gizmo in Cantonese translates to devil. Well, well he's one of the nicest demons I've ever met. Yeah. So one of the studio notes to director Joe Dante and executive producer Steven Spielberg on seeing the first cut was there were too many gremlins. What? Spielberg suggested cutting them all out and calling the movie People as a joke in just uh-huh. because they were complaining there's too many gremlins. No, that would make... Like you said, they're walking through snow. They should instantly be multiplying as they walk. Yep. So Zach Galligan recounted in an interview that when the movie was made, there was absolutely no CGI. So all of the gremlins were animatronics, each costing between thirty and 40000 When everyone left the lot for the day, security would have would have everyone open up their trunks of the cars to make sure that nobody stole any of the gremlins. Yeah, I fucking bet, dude. Oh, God, $40,000. That's... <laughs> so here's one of my favorites when I, when I was looking this stuff up. This one made me chuckle because gremlins would have been a totally different movie had this occurred. An early yeah. attempt to have monkeys play the gremlins was abandoned because the test monkey panicked when he was made to wear the gremlin head. <laughs> that so would be they were, fucking terrifying, uh, dude. They were going to have spider monkeys <laughs> wear grim, the, the gremlin costume and run around Kingston Falls. If they were able to actually pull that off, I feel like that could be amazing. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been really cool. But because the test monkey freaked the fuck out, they were like, yeah, no, we can't. It's it's going to be too much. Right. That, because uh, you got to think, too. Look at the scenes. and I mean, putting an animal through that type of... Right, you know, just like yeah, that's exposure and shit. Yeah. Gonna yeah. Freak it the fuck out, dude. That, that would have been that would have been oh, interesting. I was so wondering were, when they up? show when they show the like basically the horde, you know, it's yeah, only yeah. for like ten seconds or something. Is, is that claymation? I was stop, trying to. It's stop motion, and it's stop motion. motion. Yeah, it's stop motion. But yeah, I love that scene, dude. They're all just yeah. trudging out. Well, I like how he's just like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Well, you know, and I tried looking in the scene too, and I should have paused it, but I didn't. When they're in the, uh, when they're in the, the theater mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. all of them in there, just to see if maybe they just kind of like edited the same gremlins over each other. They kind of did. And you could see. So, like, if you have the age, you said you watched it on 4K, right? Well, I have, I have the, I have the Blu rays, but I don't have a Blu ray player, so I watched it on HBO Max. Okay. So, you, okay, all right. Now jump ahead, but you watched it earlier. Yeah, that's the HD one. If you notice, there is you could see the line snips from each like theater row seating okay, okay, to where okay. they kind of like super. Hmm. I didn't pay that close attention. They're not to like it. yeah, I, I didn't. They either. definitely like have different rows, but you could see you know what I mean, like how they filled it up more so in the HD. But. All right, buddy. What else we got, sir? So continuing on because, like I said, we have a bunch. Little to no actual dialogue for the Gremlins and Mogwai existed in the script. In addition to several instances of onset rewrites, changing or adding too much of the script, the voiceovers were mostly ad-libs, repeating snippets of just performed dialogue or in reaction to other sound effects or environment. To this end, Howie Mandel recorded Gizmo's lines phonetically Mm -hmm. for foreign dubs of the movies where localized dialogue and in-jokes helped make this movie successful with audiences worldwide. Also, Howie Mandel was not the only one. Now, I know we all know Howie Mandel as, Mm -hmm. you know, the voice of Gizmo. 
Michael Winslow, Michael Winslow did a lot of the voice work for the Gremlins. Oh, that's okay, that, no that, shit. Yeah, yeah, that makes that's cool. Yeah. I mean, he, he that man is the work. is the man of what is it? A million voices? Yes, yes, he is. He is yeah. That's so this awesome. movie, this movie, and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom are credited with inspiring the MPAA to create the PG-13 rating. <laughs> many felt many felt the movies were too violent for a PG rating, but not violent enough for an R rating. So this and Indiana Jones are why we got. I could PG-13. see that. Yeah, I could see that because I mean, like, <clears throat> when you first come upon who's the first death we get? The professor, right? Or the, the teacher, uh, yeah, the yes. teacher, the teacher, yeah, yeah. Like you don't see anything, but his head's still under the thing, so you're assuming maybe his head got eight. I would guess, I don't know. Oh, yeah. But he's got the syringe in his ass, and you know he's dead. So it's like I remember showing my daughter this when she was like three or four. She definitely was like those moments. She was like, ah. Uh. <laughs> and and but, also when the gremlin, or well, when um, Stripe dies. That's a pretty gruesome scene for yeah, dude, melting. Of oh, yeah. So, so that's definitely one of those where it's like, it's the that's definitely not PG, but that's not a rated R scene. I can, I mean, I, do I agree with ratings? Eh, you know, depends way. on the movie. <laughs> I understand their purpose. I'll say that. Yeah. But dude, 80s was a different time, man. You know different what I mean? Like an animal mm-hmm. back then, baby. Oh, God. Dude, PG, right. PG was definitely PG 80s. Would be like hard PG thirteen. A lot of them nowadays, or what yeah. they would consider. Oh, absolutely. But the difference is, like PG thirteen nowadays, you can drop in like one fuck. Yeah. Or like the eighties, you can. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So yeah, you couldn't do that. Got to pick your fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what, what that's else what we got, Scoops? Uh, All right. Yeah. So in the scene in Dory's tavern, when Phoebe Cates is uh, there with the Gremlins. An enormous cockroach crawled out in front of her during one take. So one of those screams yeah. that she does in there is actually her really screaming, terrified because of this huge fucking roach crawled out. <laughs> so the roach is the one that got the scream that day. Yes. Yeah, that's all right. So after watching Tim Burton's earlier short films, executive producer Steven Spielberg considered him to direct this movie. He decided against it, however, because at the time, Burton had never directed a full-length film. And then we had Batman the next year. And then ah. we had Batman the next year. But how, how much darker? In Burn Gremlins? Like that would have been. I don't been... know if it would have been dark. I feel like it still would have been dark and I feel like the humor would have been different, but I still. Yeah. Like, I... I, we definitely wouldn't have gotten what we got. That's for sure. Yeah. You got to think early. So when did Beetlejuice? When's Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice is 89, 87, right? 89, 89 as well? So he did Beetlejuice sure. and no, Batman no, no. the same No, no, no. Beetlejuice was 88. Uh, Batman was 89. But okay. his first movie was 85, which was Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Right. Oh, yeah. You're talking. So this is 80. Yeah. Right. Which, I mean, dude, Pee Wee, dude. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Any, by the chance, uh, Christmas side note, has anybody watched uh, Pee Wee's Christmas special this year? Not, Not yet. Not this year. Not yet. Not I got yet, you, man. I haven't done it. I'm behind. Usually I watch it a couple times. Fucking ridiculous. Um, all right, what else we got, Scoop? All right, so the gizmo puppets were particularly frustrating because they were smaller and thus broke down more than the gremlins puppets. Consequently, to satisfy the crew, a scene was included in which the gremlins hang gizmo on a wall and throw darts at him. This was included on a list that the crew created known to them as horrible things to do to gizmo list. Aww. 
So oh, the crew hated that the puppets broke down so much. They created a fucking list of things to hurt Gizmo, and they threw one into the movie, which was the dark. That makes sense. Gun. I feel like they probably brought that list into number two then, because I feel like they really fuck with Gizmo in that one too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's been the a minute. Vent, the vent too, scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back to the horror that would have been in this movie. The original script contained a scene where the gremlins attacked a McDonald's, eating the customers instead of the burgers. Damn. So they yeah. had a so they had a McDonald's instead of the Burger King? This movie could have been like, this movie just could have been completely different, dude. Like, oh, and I'm not saying I wouldn't have wanted to have seen that movie or still yet. But the movie we got is just yeah, so like, good. So memorable. Eating so do they cook them as burgers? I wonder. I hope they would. I think you know what they I mean? would just like, eat them raw, just fucking. But it would have been funny to see them like making like a human burger or something, right? Like I want to see them still dress like as a McDonald's employee, like throwing a hand on the grill or something. You know what I mean? Like just something fucking. <laughs> like because you still got to have that Gremlins humor in it, even though yeah. it's like it's that dark. Damn. This see? movie. This movie was the last to be shot on Eastman Color 125T film stock which was discontinued shortly after this movie finished shooting. Hmm. Just for you little, you know, the the people that like that kind of information, I decided to throw that one in. Nice. This movie's got some good color in it. Yeah, definitely. Well, speaking of color, so we know the rule, no bright lights, right? Because bright lights will kill them. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the real reason for not having bright lights, um, Director Joe Dante and Amblin could not completely navigate the perilous waters of special effects for gremlins. By keeping them in the dark, this camouflages the problem. So it's an old sci-fi trick. Dante did the same thing with the tricky and lumpy practical effects of the howling three years earlier. They mm-hmm. kept the monsters in the dark to hide the special effects problems. So Which, the puppets weren't perfect, but the lighting yeah, is what so many want. more mo- there's so many movies that have come out. Especially as of like, I would say in the last 10 years that need to remember that. Yes. Like, I, I don't know what you call it. Lesson. Yeah. Sure. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like less is more. Keep it in the dark. Do not yeah. show your monster in the daytime. Do not show him completely. Like little yeah. glimpses. Less yeah. is more. Right. Less is more. And side note with that real quick. Like when they were, when Rob Botine was doing the thing, he insisted a lot of the monsters that were made in that be in the dark, although we saw a considerable amount, because he always wanted that mystery to be there. Mystery. Mystery. Uh-huh. So the Peltzer Peeler Juicer. That the was Peltzer a real, Pe- The Peltzer Peeler Juicer. That is a real item that was made for the film, and director Joe Dante still owns one. <laughs> That's awesome. And it actually works. And it actually works. Okay, so here's a side note question. Out of all the ridiculous gizmos, let's just say they all worked. What's the one that you would want? Bathroom buddy. Yeah, bathroom buddy. I feel like that would definitely be the most useful. Like, And I wouldn't even use it for travel. That would just be at home. You know what I mean? Like straight up. Mm -hmm. In the shower, fucking brushing your teeth, shaving real quick. Boom. Done. I feel like bathroom buddy was the most practical. I mean, he was making a speakerphone back in the day yeah. which yeah. we all take for granted now because we all yeah. had it for so long but yeah you know i think bathroom buddy and then actually i'll take the egg cracker if it worked the egg cracker 
Yes. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That would have yeah. been cool too. What do you got, Heather? What do you think? Um, I guess the bathroom buddy. I don't know. I really wasn't that stoked by any of his inventions. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, you're not supposed to be. I'm just saying if they did work. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I was a smoker, maybe the smokeless ashtray. Exactly. Maybe. That's what I would say. Yeah. Maybe. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. That guy had a lot of smoke in his as he was leaving. <laughs> we gotta say, if it if it worked, is what yeah, we, if it worked, if it worked, I the think I need money, that. Though is the most convenient man. I feel like that's got everything in it. Yeah, just don't scorch yourself with toothpaste. Yeah, it would work. So yeah. it would be good to right. Like right. you would flick out the toothbrush and it would just right at the end, good to go. I think is would you be able to change out the toothbrush tips on it? Mm. You would have to be. I yeah, mean, yeah. Like, yeah. Would be gross. Gross. you would you know just. Right. Make it make a little detach, you know. Yeah. Put it on a little hinge that you could just pop it yeah. in and out of. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'm surprised, bro. So the way like everything like is retroing now, like obviously we know the um Turbo Man came out this year. And sh- you know what I mean? Like, yeah. dude, like this would be a, something f- like obviously Gizmo would be the easiest one, but like if they did random shit from like that, like if they yeah. actually actually made the bathroom buddy, like I'd fucking buy it. Oh, too. I would buy it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I should look at Etsy, dude. I bet, I bet somebody has to. Yeah, right. Like, right. So there has to be a 3D printed file for it. Somewhere. I'm looking for it right now while you continue. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. All right. So, <laughs> according to John, uh, according to Joe Dante, the original cut of this movie ran for two hours and 40 minutes. Wow. Damn. That's long. That's really long. But I mean, is it though nowadays with you know I I love sitting in a movie theater for a long time watching a movie if the movie's good if it keeps me entertained now I'm not gonna sit there and watch a fucking three hour long shitty movie I feel I could sit through three hours of Gremlins so somebody made one on the uh, RPF website the RPF.com and it's awesome because they trimmed it all out of wood and nice. everything's fucking in there dude. <laughs> <laughs> The shaver, the brush, the little mirror, the fucking toenail clippers. There's like some little side mirror shit, dude. That's fucking, oh my God, that's awesome. That is cool. <laughs> that might be the next new cosplay thing to build. And it's not even cosplay. It's just, <laughs> all right. So Judd Nelson and Emilio Estevez were considered for the role of Billy before Zach got it. You say Emilio? Emilio. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know. Hmm. I don't think I could see it. I don't think I could see him in it. I just Mm -hmm. couldn't. No. I like this little tidbit right here. So, Mushroom, who is the dog who played Barney, also played Lance Henriksen's dog in the cult horror movie Pumpkinhead. That was the same dog? Same dog. Yep. So he must have. All right. So he. No, uh, Pumpkinhead was 1988. So he oh, obviously yeah, got bigger because he looks right. different in Pumpkinhead. Yeah, it's the same dog. That's awesome. So when Phoebe Cates asked the explosive guy how big the explosion would be for the theater, he said, well, we've packed it pretty good. Cates thought, what the hell does that mean? So she, um, in the event or when it when it went off, it was deafening. She said the heat was so intense, she thought it singed her eyebrows off. It blew the mm. doors off off the theater, as you can see in the film, and it shattered windows on buildings at Universal Lot a mile away. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, so they didn't plan on that. They didn't plan on it being that big, but it was. So John Pertwee and Mako were seriously considered for the role of Mr. Wing. 
Hmm. Hmm. All right. If you've ever seen Avatar, Mako did the voice for Uncle Iroh. Okay. Rest in peace. Also Splinter. Rest in peace. Yep. Yes, definitely. Dude, that that episode that they do in honor of Mako. Oh, bro, don't even bring it up, bro. That shit, bro, that shit will make me tear up thinking about it, dude. I fucking hate it. Like, I love it. But you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those ones where it's like, ah, deep feels, dude. So I got this tattoo right here, buddy. Fuck yeah. Order of the White Lotus. I'm in... Speaking of which, side note, did you see uh, the new? They finally casted Zuko and stuff for the new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm all for it. I'm Me too, dude. So far, with the castings for the live action show, I'm all for it. I'm sad that the the actual like original, the, yeah, the creators bounced off of it. Yeah, but you know, man, like sometimes creative issues just because they don't like it doesn't mean it's not going to be a good issue. I, I just you know, hope I mean, they don't stray super far from the source material. Correct, correct. Uh, no, I granted, agree too. You know, granted, we already know, we already, we've seen it already. It's kind of like, you know, with the Resident Evil movie. The original, you know, the first ones that came out were fucking, you know, it had little tidbits here and there of Resident Evil. This new one that released. Shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who does it, I agree. man? That yeah, was, that was fucking, that doesn't even exist. So I, I just got into Avatar about three years ago. Had never seen it. Watched it and I was like, fuck yeah, I love it. Dude, it's and so good. I was like, I'm gonna watch the movie. It can't be as bad as people say it is. I turned it off halfway. What's up, Ong? I didn't even finish it. Who? What's up, yeah, Ong? Ong, I'm like, who? What the fuck is Ong? Yeah, no. it was it was trash. So I have one more note before we move on. Yes. So this is the first film released in 1984 that starred Corey Feldman. Do any of you know what the oh, second no. film was? Oh, I think we do. Uh, Friday the 13th, part four. Ding, 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 ding. And also, Corey Feldman was added onto this movie after Stevens, because he was originally supposed to be in E.T., but they axed his part, so they casted him in this as a way of being like, hey, we know we cut you from the other flick, but we want to put you in this one. Well, the funny part is, is a year later, he would be doing another Steven Spielberg movie. Yes, sir. And another Friday the 13th. Yes, sir, as well. <laughs> no, while he was filming that Spielberg movie. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that's all I got. There was there was a few others that I skipped. But other than that, I mean, there was tons and tons and tons of shit behind the scenes for this film. But I, mean, I think big, that'll do her. It's a big film, dude, with a lot of big names tied to it. And mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you know what I mean? There's like shit. It's like, dude, what? When we covered like Pilgrim, like, good luck fucking finding that. Yeah. You know what good I mean? luck like, yeah. Yeah. What, what, yeah. So, all right. That being said, let's bring it on to the main questions of the show. Yay, yay. Gentlemen and lady, what format was this watched on? HBO Max. HBO Max. HBO Max. Well, fuck me. We're all on HBO Max. <laughs> Bingo. I, Bingo. I fucking own it. And I was cuddling. I own it. It was literally under the Xbox. And I'm just like, ah, too lazy. It's right there. <laughs> you see that? You see that white shirt right there? That's, I that's do. right there. My movie's under that white shirt. That's awesome. <laughs> but I mean, like, to be fair, to be, well, fair, to be, fair, to be fair, fair, I have it on DVD where HBO is going to be like full, you know, 1080. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I, I don't want, I want the yeah. full 1080. Yeah, so. true, that. true that. Fair enough. Fair enough. I might have to get the two pack though if it's on Blu-ray. You know, yeah, I, I think feel you know, that too. I feel like on this next question, we're all going to be in sync again. Okay, yeah, dude, I mean, this is kind of, 
Well, I'm gonna, well, I don't. I'm gonna I say it a different way. But arguments, yes. but douche of the film. Deagle, Deagle was a cunt. Sorry, not afraid to say. It. Deagle was right yep. there, and then follow up was um. Oh, what the fuck is his name? Oh, the, um, the, the 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 Reinhold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah, why but he, he only. Why does he, he always play a, like he always plays a douche in every Christmas movie he's in though? That's true. That's true. He that does it true. in the Santa Claus. Fucking yeah, psychiatrist. he plays a good douche. He's a good he, douche. He, he I mean, is. Yeah, he's but he's also a good funny guy like, from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would have we would have seen more of him, but they cut most of his other stuff out when they cut the you know cut it down from. Two My hours wife said he did not look twenty three when he was saying he's. 23 or, or no i i, I would agree i was like i don't think he's actually 23 i think he's just said he got that position at 23 because then i think he continued on and said something at 25 so i was like i don't know but yeah deagle hands down is a and i'm gonna fucking say uh-huh. it sorry cunt cunt yeah dude, oh, straight she up. is the cuntacula of the movie like you just are waiting Waiting for the gremlins to fucking take their shit out on her, dude. Agreed. She's like, I'm gonna kill your dog in a dryer. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, thank you. Total for wicked that witch up. vibes. Total best, wicked witch vibes. Best scene too, right there, is because she says that, and it pans over to some random ass dude, and he's just like, "Yep, that'll do it. That would do it." And then just cuts back. I fucking, I don't know why I laughed so hard at that shit. <clears throat> so there's just, a. There's oh. a sign outside of her. I guess I don't remember if it's outside of her house or whatever. And it said like yeah. Deagle, whatever. And it said open Monday through Thursday or Monday. I don't remember if it said Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday from like eleven fifteen or no no no. It was only like a fifteen minute span, so it was You're like eleven forty-five just to see that scene, dude. It was like eleven forty-five to like twelve o'clock or some shit like that. Like it was just like fifteen minutes that she was That's open awesome. for people to go like pay her bills to to her or whatever. It's <laughs> fucked up. That's hilarious. Wait, re- real quick, I had to look it up because yeah, your your wife said he doesn't look twenty-three. He wasn't twenty-three, right? How he was old twenty-seven. Oh shit! See, I feel like he was. Yeah, that but is. he d- but he doesn't look. Older, no, but he, he doesn't, doesn't look. But he doesn't look too much younger either. Yeah. No, I was placing. I, I had to look that up. Though. I'm like, well, I got to see how old he was. All right. Listen, man. The, other- the fact that there's like 25 year olds that play teenagers on shows. So 27 mm-hmm. playing a 23 year old is not that Saved by the Bell. Anyone? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The other thing with Deagle, what was up with she's she's like I hate carolers and she's going outside. She's about to throw water on them in like the middle of winter. Yeah, because like, she hates them. Yeah. yeah. I know, but I mean, what kind of level of insane? I'm going to freaking throw water on yeah. these people. Freezing I mean, look at the water. woman. She cuts everybody in line to show her that her snowman got knocked over by a dog. I wish. Oh, so that was my other question. The gre- When they are at the bar, because I think they already got Deagle before they went to the bar. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, on no, the you're, no, you're right. Yeah. You're, yeah. Was right. the yeah. one when they're all playing poker in the back. The one that's dressed like a girl was he wearing Deagle's shit? Like I think he was wearing Deagle's shit. Probably. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. Had, he had her fucking scarf and shit. That fucking right because like because well, my wife's like she looks different. I'm like because she was wearing a wig beforehand. But yeah. now that I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, wait, that gremlin was in a red wig with lipstick and shit. Dude. Yeah, I was that just was about to say, yeah, he fucking oh, jacked her that shit. That makes yeah. it so much better, dude. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him. Like you want uh. you. You know they're evil little bastards, but you can't help but fucking hilarious, dude. They're fucking great. See, I want one just so I could be like you. 
go take care of business. Like, yeah, I love yeah. just the fact that they all have, like, guns randomly at all times. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just ridiculous. And they're just fucking shooting each other, like, yeah, like it's you're fucking, annoying. Fuck you. Dude, it's like an old Wild West cartoon show, dude. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's fucking yeah. ridiculous. All right. Favorite kill of Steagle. Steagle. I mean, Deagles was great. I dude. mean, come on. Watch out the you, move. Listen, but I'm I, trying to I, think of because I've seen people with those stair lifts. Like, and every time I think I'm like, I've always wanted to ride one. I'm not gonna lie. I just want to ride one. Buy a house. I I literally looked at a house a while back that had one of those chairs, and the only thing that popped in my head was, this is gonna be fun while I'm drunk. But it reminded me of Gremlins. It's all like, like somebody's gonna of. fuck with the shit, and I'm gonna fly out the window. Now, while, gonna... while I appreciate Deagle's death, I love her death because fuck her. Yeah, Spike's death was my favorite death. Mm, it was okay. Yeah. It was fucking gruesome. We got there, <clears throat> like the melting. Like it was. That's my favorite death. Ooh, that was a good. That's a good call. I didn't even think melt- about the actual Gremlin deaths like that. Oh, his yeah. melt his melting scene reminds me of the melting of the leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Yeah, and it's obviously it, the same effects as the fly, so we get great. That's what I was just gonna say. Gross yeah. melting, awesomeness. Damn, dude, that's a good one. I didn't even think about that. Especially at the very end when it's like just the skeleton jumps out. Mm-hmm. That just made me think so much of the fly. Yeah, oh, fly, oh. dude. That's okay. Movie. So you know what. I'm gonna have to kind of agree with you both because I feel like best human is Deagle because she's just such a fucking yep. see you next Tuesday. So it's great to see her get her own. But as for all the gremlins, because obviously the gremlins definitely get. I mean, Blender Kill is great. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I, yeah, I agree. Kill. Yeah. And Ghostbusters Afterlife, totally. I don't give a shit what anybody says. It's homage to gremlins. If you <laughs> disagree? Watch the two together and tell me I'm fucking wrong. If I, yeah, dude. So. Uh, that's a, I'm gonna have to go with both, man, because Spike was great. That shit was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Best scene of the movie. Oh, God. Heather, what do you got? <clears throat> the bar, the bar slash poker oh. scene. Just absolute insane mayhem, yes. man. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? That's like Scoob's fucking Molly's every Friday night, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> I need to gonna- go. We need to go there one night. Yeah, y'all need to come down and I'll show you. I would great love fucking to, man. Yeah. I would love to. So uh, I'm going to go with the movie theater scene just Ooh. because we I get hope. to see everybody I in hope. there. And- yeah. Okay, best part of that favorite thing is when it cuts back and Gizmo is humming it too. Like that just makes you, if that doesn't make you kind of like, ah, oh, on the inside a little bit. Like, um, my favorite scene is the mom attacking the gremlins in the kitchen. Fuck when yeah. it starts, nice. when you just hear, do you see what I... Like, that, I fucking love that whole scene. So, it's great. Like, it's it's song, perfect horror. It's perfect horror. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. And that the song still ass. creeps me out. That mom's, they're that mom. That song still creeps me out to this day because of that scene. Because of that scene, Because of that scene. I, no, I, every time I hear that song, <laughs> that is instantaneously what pops in my head is that scene. <laughs> I was almost going to make that my pick for favorite song, but I changed my mind. We're not there yet. There's a lot of good ones there. Yeah, there yeah. are a lot of good ones. But, Bob, did uh, you see yours, bud? No, I didn't because I've what been kind of th- See, I agree with Heather on the bar scene, but I love everything after. So it's bar scene forward. Like, All right. Essentially the, the third act. Like that, once, that, they, that, once they cocoon out. That, the whole movie is 
a wonderful scene. But that whole third act. Especially oh. when the town is just going to fuck. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, the bar scene, like, oh my, <laughs> clanking beers, swinging from the fucking, fucking fan, yep. and then down forward throughout the rest of the movie is my shit. Remind me, Dick Miller doesn't actually die in this, right? He does. He no. No, 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 no. No, it was yeah, a freak. Okay, they said it was a freak accident over the radio, but nobody was dead. Yeah, but they, the way they leave it, it's kind of ambiguous. So you don't know if like freak accident means like they died because of a freak accident. You know what I mean? Like, but I couldn't remember. I, like I said, I haven't seen the second one in a long time. So. Yeah. Well, had he not appeared in the second one, it totally would have been right. You know, he could have easily just felt like he's died. dead. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm assuming the one dude who was dressed as Santa that was getting eaten by like four of them, he probably <laughs> died, right? Like I would guess. That's what I wanted to see, though. Like, I wanted to see one, like, somebody beat a gremlin with another gremlin. You know what I mean? Like, just. That would have been like, fucking great. Yeah, you beat a motherfucker with another motherfucker. Um, opening scene, did it hook you in? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was in Chinatown, dude. When Chinatown and, you know. Mysterious shop, yes. dude. Like, yep. great yep. setup. And Chinatown in the 80s at that. Oh, yes. thank Yeah. Everything took place in Chinatown in the 80s, baby. Bro. It, it, you it's can still watch this, of, according to some people I know. <laughs> you could watch like I easily. This could put me in the mood for uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, oh. Yes, I was yes. such a great fucking movie! Instantaneous. Mm. Um, all right, so that's a pretty much yes across the board for that one. Most attractive character, Phoebe Tate and Phoebe. Phoebe. Kate. Kate. Yeah, Kate. Kate. I, mean, I can't. Come on! No, 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 no. There is no other alternative. Yeah. I mean, if you like big t- fluffy men, the ha- the father is quite a handsome guy, I feel, you know. <laughs> Actually, I will say that he is a good-looking man. You himself. know what? So the best part of the the dad in this is my old coworker who retired last year. 100% spitting image of the dad from Gremlins, dude. No and shit. Did he have the voice? He can't, not exact I mean, this dude was a country singer, so that's why he had yeah. the voice. Right? Yeah. He didn't have the voice, but but he had the look. He had that salt and pepper hair, the exact shape, dude. And when he had his glasses off and stuff, like when he was like pissed or whatever, like, yeah. I even came in and showed him the next day. He kind of was pissed. He's like, oh, that doesn't look like me. And I showed everybody else in the workforce. <laughs> They're like, holy fucking shit, that's Paul. I'm like, fucking yeah, it is, dude. Like, uh, I love him all cheery coming in the house. That's a good dad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you know what? That that's just good parents because the dad's making shitty inventions and the mom knows it, but she still supports him in the duo. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yep. You that's know what called I mean? like, that's called love. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This mom this mom I feel like this mom was previously married to some shitbag people or, or like to a shitbag person or something like that. And found like that's why she knows how to dual wield knives and take and handle herself in a fucking fight. <laughs> <laughs> but she accepts this uh the funny husband too, you know what I mean? All right, so did the score set the mood? Oh, definitely. Yes. yes. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, That's a silly question. Yep. Perfect Christmas mix. Mm-hmm. I love I love the opening, too. Uh, yes. It's Christmas. Um, oh, my God. What's the name of the song? Christmas Wait. Baby. It, uh, no, not Christmas Baby. I know what you're trying to say. No, I know. It's a longer title, too. And I yeah, it it's is. It's a weirder one because I always fuck it up. But anyways, not a big deal. If you've never seen Gremlins, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm going to fucking Then if you don't want to watch it, go fuck yourself. If yeah, you have right. never watched Gremlins, your parents did not love you. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. Just saying. I'll your parents hated you. 
Oh, you were not loved as a child. <laughs> All right. So seeing that the score definitely sets the mood, what was your favorite song of the Gremlins? Ladies the, first. Ladies first. Oh, sorry. sorry, uh, sorry. Gre- Gremlins Mega Madness. That's what they called the song that was playing all during the bar scene. Oh, okay. Is that the, is that the one where like one? the it, where he's like dancing like from fucking flash dance? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's never, mine. Never, that was never, my pick. Never, 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 never. I would have to say the the whole main theme. Yeah, yeah. The whole main theme for them. I mean, it is a great little theme, dude. That's catching. Oh, yes. You, you Especially because it plays you. it perfectly in the middle, like at the beginning, middle, and then you get in the credits again. You know what I mean? So yeah, not only that, it's one credits, of those. You know it. It's one of those. If you're singing it, it's in your head all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all day, literally from watching last night. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite song, dude. I'm still gonna have to go with the one for my favorite scene, dude. Do you do you hear what I hear? Yeah. You hear what it's just, I, I hear. hear? I don't know if it's necessarily my favorite Christmas song, but the way it was used in that scene, everything is just. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, that was definitely my second choice. Oh, right. better not be no ghost. I don't need to hear that. Favorite actually. character? Gizmo. I was going to say Gizmo, but I mean, Gizmo <laughs> is the most lovable character in the film, for sure. You know something? We just talked about him. Father. The dad was cool. I'll, I'll give the dad some credit. Come on. He coming in like, yo, look at this present. I got you, son. Love you. I, I'm going to go with the rando, dude, and I wish he was in it more, but I'm going to go with Dick Miller's character. Mr. Futterman. Yeah, I liked how crazy he was, dude. Just going oh, yeah. off on his stories about World War II. I don't know. Dick Miller just fucking always. I always get him on anyways. But. I'm I'm gonna say pre Gremlin Spike. Ooh, all right. Okay, okay. Because he's cute. He's cute, but he's still got that fuck you attitude. Fucking you know? loogies and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that wasn't a loogie. That was like fucking straight up puke. That was nasty. Uh, yeah, that was some nasty shit. He fucking launched some puke at poor Gizmo. Jim was just sitting there playing his trumpet, all happy and shit. And right? Fucking, He's just chilling with the and dog. And Spike is like, fuck like, you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you and your happiness. Bitch. And, you know, and I go with Spike because most days when I wake up in the morning, I feel like Spike. So. When I go Spike's to work, I, I am. <laughs> I agree. When I go to work, I turn into Spike. Yeah. All right. So. And I'm actually excited to talk about this question. Was it scary? No. Ultimately, to me, well, right now, no. But when no. I watched it as a kid, yeah, yeah, it fucking was, dude. And I'm not even mm-hmm. gonna lie that it was. Like, once again, this is family introduction horror. I think we've all said it. Brody even said it. And it's meant to scare kids, dude. There's some dark scenes we've definitely fucking talked about. I know my daughter still questions it. Like, she'll still watch it because Gizmo's cute and shit. But you know what I mean? Like, there's definitely questionable scenes. And also, it, it it's based in a time of year where kids shouldn't be scared. Correct. So it's like, a, it's almost like it's almost like between this movie and Krampus. Yes, it's introductory horror. Both can be said to be so. I feel like yeah. this is a little bit lighter than Krampus. Oh yeah. yeah. What I'm getting at is these are the movies you show your kids if they're being bad. Here's what might happen. Uh, <laughs> fair. I mean, yes, Krampus introductory. Could, Krampus could work for sure on that. Oh yes. But I've, yeah, man. I like I said, not not scary to adults. Definitely dark. Definitely like there's, the, like we said before, the whole uh, her backstory. Oh, like, that's man. not scary, but it's just like that is a fucking downer and a half for the. <laughs> that's that the that's a depressing yeah. moment, right? Daddy in the chimney. 
Um, <laughs> so that leads it to does it hold up today? Absolutely. Fuck yes. Absolutely. Oh, yep. hell yeah. That's why they're not rebooting it. They're making a third one. Hopefully. And if anybody says it doesn't, kiss my ass. No, like this is one you would never need to reboot. You could always no. just be like, Gremlins. There you go. More Gremlins. Somebody else now owns. Right, like you could go a whole Chucky thing. Now somebody new owns Gizmo. And then you bring back like the dude from the old ones because now he's got to come in and like help. You know what I mean? Like you bring in the grandson because the grandson, they never showed him again after the first fucking scene. And he's not in part two. You never see the grandson in part two because, of course, he's Because the grandpa kicked him out of the shop for selling fucking Gizmo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah there you shit. go. He's like, I had to chase the old I had to go find this shit. town that's yeah. got people dead Fuck. now. Like, <laughs> all because you try to make a fucking sale. No, maybe he was really the douche of the film then. The grandson. <laughs> that's what you're thinking hey, right come there, on. dude. <laughs> he's the original money-hungry right, like, bastard. And you know what? Like he actually tried to bite and buy the rules. It was an accident, obviously, the first time yeah. Gizmo got wet. So way to go, Corey Feldman. Right. Always. Um, how was the acting in the movie? It was good. Great. Really good. Not right. a bad not a bad actor at all. Not a bad scene. Mm-hmm. Nope. And I even like the stage lot scenes, because even though you know it's a stage lot, something is very like comforting about I don't I don't know, you know what I mean? Like just you it's know it's the it fake. Has- yeah, you know it's the fake snow, but you're right. like, damn, this is Christmas. Right, that, right. I think that's yes. what it is. It's like, this is Christmas. It, it feels yeah. like that little Christmas village you set up it's, on that table or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Like Exactly. That, it gives you that ho- homey feeling, I call it. Yes. You feel yes. warm. Like, if you want to throw gremlins in the middle of a Hallmark marathon, that's the way to get me to watch Hallmark movies. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. Speaking of Hallmark movie, though. They almost could, they almost got me into it, dude. But I'll not. I still won't watch it. But Bruce Campbell's in one this year. Oh, I and have to I, watch it then. I have. And when to. I heard that, I was like, Bruce, what are you doing? Man? <laughs> Granted, he's an actor and he's got to get jobs. I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, it can't all be horror. But he plays a folk singer or something in it, dude. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. what the fuck? I'll have to check a, it out. I, I'll probably yeah, be I don't miserable, know, I don't know. but I have to see. It. I mean, listen, I want to watch Black Friday. That's my Campbell movie for the year, for the new year. Yeah, I still need yes, to watch that one. Definitely. But, and Michael Shaiwai. Uh, <laughs> so acting was great. Cinematography of the movie. I think was, Brody said, I think I mean, Brody there, said a bit, nothing to write home about, but there were still some good shots with the gremlins. Right. Especially like, with the gremlins because they had to hide so much. I think um, some of the theater shots are some of the best ones, like even yeah. though they're superimposed and shit. Like, okay, go ahead. You, you said that my favorite shot is when they're behind the screen. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. and, the, and yeah, and they look almost like perfectly but, animated, but they but, look so freaky. But here's the thing: wouldn't the light from the projector had burned them? Yes. So Ooh, why didn't it? Loophole. Right night. That is a bright ass fucking light shining yeah, at the is. screen. Now I get they could pay, probably watch the movie. That's fine, whatever. I'll give them a pass on that. But running towards the screen like that, right? They were because right, you're going to put your you're going to put yourself in the path of the projector at that mm-hmm. point. Right. So. Now it would have been cool had someone like that, caught fire or some shit. That would have been cool, like you know, and then using right. the other bodies to like fucking block them Ooh. or some shit. But that'd be you know. sweet. Whatever. And I maybe just thought the, of that right Maybe now, in the so. third one, dude. Maybe they'll like clean all this shit up. And, you know what I mean? 
That would be nice. I thought there was some really just cool lighting. I don't like they used greens and blues and yeah. I just I I like the, the, the yeah. Christmas hues done with the lighting and stuff like that were great too in this. Like mm-hmm. that's one so like last year we talked about um the remake of oh my god, Black Christmas. Yeah. And it was a it was a bad movie. But the lighting in it was cool, you know what I mean? Like anytime you get really good Christmas lights and you do well with it, I think it, it definitely hits it, makes it feel that rich Christmas, you know, movie. The the snow helps it too. I know, dude. I want to play in the fucking fake snow. <laughs> like I just, I say that though, but it's like, dude, like give it two weeks and I'll be fucking about a foot deep in that shit. Anyway, you get so. real snow, so shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. I'm hoping to you get say that like it's a good thing, man. I gotta be you know out what? there fucking. It is a good thing because is, I want uh, that shit here. Okay, I I'm, want snow too, Scuba. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I do love out going out back and sledding with my daughter. It is fucking great. Like, but. the one time it snowed during Christmas time here, I was like the... And I was such a Grinch before that Christmas. But when it fucking snowed here in South Texas on Christmas, You're that's skipping, when like, my whole fucking, like, my heart grew two sizes too big. Like, that was the... But Christmas. you're in Texas, dude, so you definitely should... So I could understand that, you know what I mean? Like, you should you should never get the snow. So the fact it's, that you yeah. caca. I'm hoping that we get some snow in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it could be one. Maybe it's going to be one of those weird, like, it's almost like summer temperature or like fall temperatures all the way up to Christmas. And you're like, no snow. And then by the time nobody wants snow, you're like, oh, here you go. Yeah. Probably fucking feet. Well, just just to, you know, let you guys know how it is. So a cold front blew in as I was driving home from work. Ooh. Cold mm-hmm. front. We are down to a whopping 67 degrees. <laughs> ah, dude. Oh, God, no. We ah. had a heat We had a heat front today, and we were up to 46 degrees. We had that, too, and it was 55 <laughs> degrees. Like, yeah, today, we're about, we're I hate it here. I fucking hate it here. I, did, I, I almost even wasn't, ah, wasn't going to wear a hoodie to work today. I was just going to rock the shorts and the shirt. But I was like, ah, you know, it's under 50. Scoops is like, oh, it got cold. Seventy two. Yeah. No, no, I'm uh, you know, and they were like, oh, because we have theme days at school, so today was wear your winter gear, and so I was like, Ooh, <laughs> who the fuck has winter gear in Texas? Well, so I'm like, hey, I asked Siri, hey Siri, I what's for weather? I don't fucking know. And it's like <laughs> seventy eight degrees outside, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not wearing a fucking. So I just wore my vest with my hood, and I said, this is my winter gear because it's never fucking cold here. What you got to do is you got to go like. Just like gym shorts and like just a strap shirt because you got to be one of those guys that are just in the middle. You know what I mean? Like, there's always that dude. There's always I'm that, guy. that dude in the shorts at least. But I'm that's not my buddy just, Tony. Yeah, yeah, that's always him. It doesn't matter how like, cold it gets, he's outside. Fucking freezing tits out there. Like everybody's just like, oh, and there's this that one dude's like, what's up? So Joe, <laughs> I'm. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Bobby. That's so I'm the I'm the one who's in jeans and a t-shirt going. Oh, this no, is mean, like, wonderful. I mean, like, just gym shorts and, like, a fucking tank top, dude, out in, like, 10-degree weather. So, Joe just said, ta- South Texas winters are awesome. All two all weeks two of weeks it. Of it. <laughs> now, but, 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 all two weeks of it, okay, because we get about two weeks of winter, right. but it's spread out throughout the months. So, it's not, like, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, two weeks straight. It's, ah. like... A day here, a day there. We don't, it does not fucking stay cold here. See, I, don't get me wrong. I do love snow. It's the consistent dumping 
when I got to be out there three times a day fucking snow blowing that shit to keep my driveway yeah. clear so I get the fuck out. Like, mm-hmm. that's the days that I'm like, all right, fuck snow. I think the rest of the time I'm cool with it. It doesn't bother me. Like, right. I agree with that. It's amazing, though, where you could live where it snows and people will live there their entire lives. So they know how to drive in winters. But every time winter comes around again, it's like everybody fucking forgets, dude. It's amazing. Preach. It's like, oh. what is snow? How do I drive in this? What is this? No. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. Put your winter tires on. Go five below the speed limit. That's all you got to do. <laughs> You're good to go. Or if you got a car that won't fit, stay the fuck on them. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. All righty, ja- gentlemen and lady. Where are we at? Premise. Premise. Oh, <laughs> little creatures cool. on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh-huh. It's Awesome. All right. I don't even think we really need to answer this one, but we're going to anyways. Recycle, rewind, 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 remake, or reboot. Just rewind. Yeah. Rewind. Rewind for fucking days. Rewind and reboot. Give me a third one. Yeah, exactly. Give me the the third third one. one. Reboot it with the third one. Give me the third one. Yep. Rewind and reboot for me. All righty. We are. I would sort of have a little bit of interest in seeing like like a rated R, really gruesome, bloody version but I, I don't know i'd be torn because i don't know if it would ruin the original for me i just think it would take away the lightheartedness yeah like, yeah because if you had the humor in it but you were super dark you're going on trauma level film i feel which but could but i do I, I do agree with heather i i just kind of want to see a, a listen we're hard a, a rated r version like if shutter wants to make their version of gremlins bring it the fuck out but keep the gremlin ever. design the same yeah, 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 yeah. The Mogwai design the same. Don't go and yeah. fucking 2021 the shit and fucking yeah. create a whole new look. Well, maybe no. we go, maybe we go, we just keep the same gremlins, but we do like, we do like gremlins in the hood or something like that. So we go like fucking crazy. <laughs> and you just do like, so you just do fucking gremlins like taking out like fucking uh, meth heads and shit. So no, then, like, I can see shit. Could, you know what I mean? I can like, see Spike in a suit with a hat with an M16 having a good time. Bro, no, first and foremost, he'd be pimping. You know that. He'd be coming straight up, dude. I want to see like, Gremlins take over the White House. Oh, I would not be opposed to that either, dude. Gremlins be, 3, Washington, D.C. That or like an amusement park. Dude, could you imagine oh, a water amusement park? Amusement park? A water park. Holy shit. Oh. That would just be <laughs> fucking horrible. Oh, my like, Drop him at Disney, dude, and put him in the water park part of but Disney, I would dude, still- and then just go fucking ham. I would still want some of the essence of part two because the designs for the gremlins were upped. They didn't all look the same. They, they all right. had different, you know, designs for them. And then once they injected them with different, serums and different shit. serums yeah. and shit, we got all these cool looking gremlins that Bro. we're probably never going to get again. Spider gremlin was always my favorite. Bat dude. gremlin was fucking great. Bat, and bat he gremlin was proof. Now, oh, was good. okay. So what about this? Because Sun Gremlin didn't Ooh. die. And who's to say if the Gremlins actually need to breathe? So what happens if they're maybe they're demolishing the building? He breaks free, falls in water, and boom, Gremlins in New York. That'd be, yeah. I mean, technically, the female one's still alive at the end. Yeah, and the female one never fucking died either. She was blowing what? the dude. What if, what's his name? Fucking comes on her, and the cum makes her fucking. Oh, like, oh, like, oh, like, oh 
<laughs> no, that's too far. That's too far. No, that's yeah. perfect. We just went yeah. feast. We just went feast level for yes. gremlins, dude. Yes. Like, oh shit. Feast oh, is no. a totally different fucking monster. I'm, which I'm, I'm gonna rewatch again this week because that was fucking great. <laughs> what feast? Yeah. I told you it's a great fucking movie. I no, I dude. watched it once already. I'm gonna watch well, it again. I don't we haven't we haven't Chad hasn't done our list for next year, but I did put it in there yes. for my pick, so it is there. Oh, yeah. And and I so. was just looking up Spider Gremlin again. You're right. I think fucking freaky as shit. Oh, it's wild, scary. Dude. He's he's the most horrifying I mean Mohawk, because Mohawk's the one who turns into yeah into the spider yeah. gremlin. So he's the I mean, and he was the most scariest looking gremlin out of the bunch to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um but when he's the spider form and I would love to get my hands on that NECA, but it's like fucking 200 bucks, dude. That's that yeah. they only, I think they only made them limited. I don't think they yeah, really they released really a lot did. of them. So I got to find it to trust me. Yeah. But all right, right let's me. rate this bitch. Bobby, start me off. What do we got? 4.5. 4.5. 4. All right. Scuba. I'm giving this baby a five. Solid five. Solid five. Wow. All right. Heather. Uh, I think I'll go with Bobby, 4.5. 4.5? And I I know I'm going to sound like the bitter guy because I'm going low score, but it's not really that low. I'm going to go 4.3. Okay. Okay, that's not bad. We <laughs> well, because like, I, I, like I said, it's not, a, it's not a perfect movie by any means. Scoobs has definitely listed a bunch of plot holes this episode. And, and that and doesn't change the fact that it's still not an amazing movie. I love movie. it that much, though. Right. I love it that much. I agree, and so that gives us a score of 4.6 for nice. Gremlins 1984. We need to message the Chad Daddy to write that down. Um, awesome. All right. Oh, real quick, one thing I was I was yes. almost forgetting. Just <clears throat> the the pool. That scene was like, I mean, it's not really a scene. It's just an effect, I guess. That's right. That's why I didn't make it my favorite scene but i don't know there's something about that the the bubbling of the pool and them panning away and i just freaking loved that the strobes know. in the water is mm-hmm. what it, like i dig the whale shit. noises too like when they're like moaning and shit like, yeah mm-hmm. right it's just fucking uh-huh. weird. no that was good i, I yeah. dug that there was an well, there's another movie where something gestates in a pool like that what the fuck is it I know AVP has a pool scene, but it's not that. There's something the faculty. Oh, yes! the faculty's a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank the you. faculty. Great movie. Terrible CGI, but I still love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Great movie. CGI. Yeah. Robert Patrick's amazing. All right. So, next episode, we will have RoboFuck on with us. Yeah, buddy. Hello. We got to dust him off because we haven't had him in a fucking while. Uh, but he's excited because I messaged him and Heather on the same day for these episodes, and he will be covering with us a Christmas horror story, which is Chad Daddy's pick. Uh, we might even have Chad Daddy too, so it might be a fiver episode next week. It might be a yeah, buddy Christmas spectacular. But uh, I can't do that. <laughs> Before we jump into nerd news, though, because we no, go right ahead, sir. Coming. Heather, thank you so much for filling in. Yes. Absolutely, you. having you on. I we have not been on a podcast together since we did the review. Yeah, hundredth episode. So, oh shit, that was fucking well over a year ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, so it's good to see your face. Wait, how many? That's really. Oh my god! Wow, we are one sixty. Jesus Christ! Yep. Hell yeah! Yes, so, thank you for joining us so much. Thank you guys Very for having me. I, Absolutely. I, 
so great. I really you needed the first, a distraction. You were the first thought when Scoobs picked Gremlins. Because it was like, well, Heather's yeah. not asking for Gremlins too, so we got to yeah. have mm-hmm. it. Nice. Um, so mm-hmm. just to let you guys know, for you listeners out there, Christmas Horror Story is on Prime, Voodoo, and all that good shebang. So you can pretty much find it anywhere. Nice. So nice. I'm excited. I've never watched it, and I've always wanted to watch it. So this will yeah, be I've my never seen it either. This will be my second viewing. It is a fun movie, but you like did I, say that last year. Like, I remember you said you liked but it. But like, like I said, I, I did like it. But like I said, don't go fully into it thinking what you're thinking, but go into it going. It's going to be a fun movie for sure. Right. I mean, Santa versus Krampus, dude. I'm not thinking high thoughts, anyways. I'm just thinking like maybe some sweet ass well, shit. There's a reason why I say this because the ending. When I watched it, I was like, "Wait, what?" So you'll see. All right. You'll see. All right. I'm oh, Johnny. Yo. Are you going to make sure you get Santa Slay in this Christmas? Do you uh, do it every year? I try to. I haven't watched it yet, but it is definitely one of my main. So, like, there's the family <laughs> ones that we do, obviously, like, you know, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Jingle mm-hmm. All the Way, all that good shit. We did watch a new one yesterday uh, on HBO Max called 8-Bit Christmas. Yes. I, huh. Yes. I didn't see that. But Neil Patrick it was, Harris. It was pretty funny. It, it wasn't, like hysterically funny yeah uh the ending definitely got me and i did not expect it honestly but it's a new think of it almost like a new age christmas story but it's all about instead of a red riding red rider bb gun it's all about getting the nintendo getting the nintendo yeah i didn't get done watching it i started it last night but i passed out because i shouldn't have started it i'm not gonna lie scoobs you might tear up at the end. I'm just Son gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the heads up, buddy. Son of a bitch. I love MPH. He's well. One of I'm my just saying. Actors. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't, don't want to. All right. Don't ruin it. I'm gonna. I'll finish it tonight. Like I teared up at the end. Dude. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Like yeah. you know what I mean. But like I just I looked like, it up and it shows this kid with a bear's hat on. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's that's pretty sweet. It, it's, it's a it's a funny movie and like especially products of the eighties. Is it set in Chicago? Uh, it is, think uh, so? yeah, it's set in Chicago. So Neil Patrick Harris and his daughter, from what I've seen so far, they go back to his parents' house. Yep. She, she wants a cell phone. He's like, no, you're not getting a cell phone. So then he starts telling her the story about how he got his Nintendo and then it flashes back to. And the best him part as a is, kid. so like we watch this with my, you know, me and my wife, my daughter. So not only is this a very nostalgic trip back to the 80s for all of us products of the 80s, so you'll be like right there at home. I would love to hear Chad Daddy's thoughts on this movie. Um, But it was a good learning lesson for my daughter because she was asking questions. But the best part is, as she's asking me questions, all of a sudden the movie goes back in, like goes back to the present. And it's his daughter asking. She's like, wait what the fuck's going on <laughs> and he's like listen it's the 80s it doesn't it just that's how things were don't try to make sense of it <laughs> i liked it when 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 he's telling her at the very beginning when he's like oh it took me eight minutes to get to that kid's house and she's like were you wearing a helmet and it shows him with the beanie on yep and then he's, he's like, like oh yeah. yeah of course i was wearing a helmet and then it hit like the he's helmet like, pops on yeah and then she's like is it green and he's like uh, uh yeah, yeah. it's green and then it changes green. to green there's another part they do that where she he's like She's like, were you wearing safety glasses? He's like, yeah, we oh, all yeah. have safety glasses in the fucking 80s. And, and then they're like, like, really? And it goes back and it's like, actually, he's wearing just a, a paper brown paper bag. bag. <laughs> I'm going to have to check this. It, movie it's out. a cute, it's a cute Christmas it. movie. It's a good family one. Um, okay. All right. You know, no like level of like jingle all the way by any means. But 
Dash of Dance of Brands of Vix and Common Cube. I just Donna watched Blitzen. that the other day, dude, so that's why I keep bringing it up, because I fucking uh, love it. <laughs> I love Jungle All the Way. But anyways, all right, on to the last segment of the podcast, and that would be the Nerd News. <clears throat> so let's get nerdy. What are we talking about today? I got, I'll start it off. I'll kick it off here. Go ahead, um, buddy. So, which I, most people forgot about this, but the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre that is going on Netflix gave us its trailer a few mm-hmm. days ago. And now me, I'm a big Chainsaw fan. I like the trailer. I'm like, okay, I can't, I like what I'm seeing, but then I heard some of the plot details, which is here. I, 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 I read them and I just don't know if I want to trust them or not. Well, I, I mean, well, yeah. Sort of. Oh, no. out, Bob. Stroking out, Bobby. The first time this episode, too. Man. <laughs> and you're only in the yellow, but you definitely froze on us. Yes. Reset. Oh, Reset, buddy. All right. Damn it. Hold on. I'm going to take right, him so out. Before we get him back, reset. so while we yeah. get him back, uh, if did you guys finish watching Chucky? But if you okay. can, if you got spoilers, go right ahead. That's fine. It's not I, even a spoiler, I, I but it has been renewed for a season two. Yes, sweet. We will be getting a season two of Chucky. No, I don't think he's reset. Fuck, he's yeah. in the red. <laughs> he said anyway. a storm came through. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So that that was one, and then um, okay, they also announced that Shang Chi two is going to happen without a doubt. And it was that, and there was a series happening alongside. And a series right? happening along at Disney as well. Fuck yeah, and Mr. Oh, Amone? No. Mr. Amone? The gremlins got him. The gremlins got you, Bobby. Am I still here? Oh, you're there. We, hey, we got a Mama Amone shot. Mama Amone. Yeah. Awesome. Am I still here? Yeah, you're, you're there. Here. You're in the green. We, you're a little, we have, we, we have a little a, fuzzy, but your audio is fine. We have a, a storm going here. Okay. So what were you uh, saying, bud? So the, the plot details that came up are from a very reliable source. They're even on Bloody Disgusting, although things can be fake. We discussed it in the chat. Yeah, I'm a little flaky on some of those, too. I'll be straight up honest. Yeah, it seemed like they're trying to go maybe a little too woke, and unfortunately, that usually kind of fucking kills your movie. But at the same, uh-huh. right here. But at the same time, are you still here? Yeah. Yep. It's a little choppy. You're good. At the same time, the, these kids, what it says, want this town and kick everybody out. No offense, kind of like that. For once, yeah, kinda, that's an interesting I, detail. I kind of want for once people I don't have to like to just fucking go. You know what? I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I, I that's and, a valid point. And and the sad part is, especially dating, a lot of people who probably think that way. <laughs> and so literally, the perfect we, man to do it. So we're getting a group of deagles essentially coming in, and then just getting their comeuppance. <clears throat> I'm not opposed to that. I still question the method of seventy year old le- Leatherface. Was this just, supposed to take place after Texas Chainsaw? Are, are they tying it no, into No, it's India present the fucking day. Huh. So after the, the, the original. Re- the retcon, yeah, the retcon. So nothing else happened after 74 that we know of. I'm See, sure something like we'll that. bring up. I know. 
they're doing it. They're doing what 3D did, but I you know, 3D could have been better. We've talked about that many times. Um, fucking producers. This though, like I just, the, I agree with Brody. I feel like the coloring's on point, but I just don't want him to go like too woke on this. Bull- I don't know. Because that's what ruined the new Black Christmas, you know what I mean? I like, think this is one that we we just oh, Bobby Stroke have again. to watch. I mean, I'm going to. I have Netflix, <laughs> so there's no reason not to. And I mean, it, it's also Chainsaw movies. I mean, you had Leatherface that was terrible. Was Are you talking about the new, terrible. like the Leatherface that came out in like 2014 or whatever? Yeah, or? that was just utterly, Let's. there's no redeeming... Utterly fucking terrible. You know what? And then you and then you had 3D that could have been better, but still a decent movie. You can't can't give it that. You take out one line and it's even better. Yeah, and some shitty CGI. Yes, <laughs> that's fine. No, dude, I agree though. It, it looks interesting. I'm hope I'm crossing my fingers that it'll be good, but I guess we'll see. When does that drop? Do you know? That is dropping February 18th. And also, Fright Rags is going to have their own collection of T-shirts when that comes out. So that is going to be following the movie as well. Nice. Well, I know what I'm doing for my birthday. My birthday is February 16th. Yeah. Buying buying (laughs) T-shirts. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So going back to what Scoob was hitting on the Marvel topics, and he brought up that Shang-Chi 2 got... um, What do you want to say? Announced? Announced. Yeah, they announced a sequel. We are also keeping our fucking Daredevil. Yes, yes, yes. Which makes me very happy, dude, because I, I'm fucking. Oh my god, I'm brain farting on the name. Um, Matt Murdock's actually Daredevil's name. What the fuck's the dude's name that's actually playing him? Cox. Um, Andrew. His, no. Is it Elliot? No. I forget his first name. Let me look it up. Give me a second. Yeah. Right. This is terrible. But yeah, I'm glad they're continuing him. I feel like they had to announce that though because like the Spider-Man leaks that he's already been in like shown in pictures and stuff. Yeah. So was there anything else we had, gentlemen? I got Charlie, one more thing. Charlie or, Cox. Charlie Cox. Thank you, sir. I had one more thing I thought was interesting because you guys video gaming. I, I need to get a system so I can't say nothing. They're doing a Doc Chronicles, the rise and fall of Duke. Nukem. Yeah. Oh. Released, released by a game, uh, a company, or it's going to be released by a game of GV, so gamers with a V subbing for the A. So they're going to be doing the rise and fall of Duke Nukem. Nice. I mean, dude, the, the Duke Nukem game that came out in 2000. It was Duke Nukem 3D, wow. right? No, Duke Nukem 3D was the first. Or that's well, it. Yeah, that that's was right. the first actual like 3D shooter one because technically there is an old school. Duke Nukem, that's a 2D, like, side-scroller kind of thing. Um, no, what the, Duke, I think it was Duke Nukem Forever. I think it was. Yeah, fucking terrible. Because mm-hmm. they took 10 years to make a game, and it went through three different systems before it finally came out, and it was fucking garbage. So you took an amazing, like, series and just shit all over it. But, but um, yes, they are going to be doing a documentary on him. It doesn't have a release date here. But Who's putting that out? Soon. It's literally the game company is called Gamers with a V. I'll send it to you in the chat. All right. Sweet. I guess it's probably V Gamers, I would assume it is, but I'm going to send it to you. Awesome, awesome. Anything else we got, crew? That's all I got. 
say I know on the Ghostbuster news, uh, any Proton Pack people, Ooh. we hit over 13,000. So if you got the new Spengler Pack, you got the new Spengler book and some decals coming, I think. They're just, mm-hmm. These aren't the pack decals. The pack decals are already coming with the hose. This one... I think it's just like actual like just they're they're ones that you could put kind of decorate whatever yeah, you want yeah you can whatever the fuck you want pretty much but listen guys if you get if you help us get it to the fifteen we get the cool fucking stand you get everything Dude, with it we're so close because we're at high thirteens right now it's just under fourteen thousand so yeah. scoobs. Heather, if you want a proton pack, Bro, yeah. if I had the cash and it and I'm, like, I'm, I would have fucking ordered that shit. I would have, yeah, you know no. But I am so fucking hard up for cash right now. It's like fuck, man. That's sell what I'm child, trying, dude. Well, dude, I'm, that's why I'm trying to sell like the masks and shit that I have. And then I have the guy, I have this guy that's been wanting to buy this Freddy Krueger mask for me for like fucking months now. And he messaged me while I was out of town. He's like, "Yo, I'm ready to buy the mask." I'm like, "Cool, I hit you up when I get back in town." And I'm like, "Yo, nothing." nothing. Ah, and I'm like, "You motherfucker!" Like, I'm gonna put it up, like. Wait, wait, what mask is it? My my Marcio Freddy Krueger mask. So, I don't know if you know this or not, but the money doesn't come out till actually the ship did. That's, it doesn't. Oh, no shit? I don't know if that changes anything for you, sir. Oh, it, does, I mean, it, just, it does, sir, because I it, did not know that. Because it does, initially it only takes out $15 to fill yes. your reservation. Oh, so, 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 um, it, it, you can pay, okay, you can pay the full up front, but now Eric said, Eric's, uh, Eric's a buddy from my Ghostbusters group. Um, I thought maybe it takes out the day it ends, but I thought it was actually a launch it takes when the camera I mean, went from Okay, so yeah, there's no right. fucking way. If it, there's not that much, time, there's no fucking way. Yeah. And I so really, kids. So I really kids. fucking want one, but, but, what I'm going to do is I've already been looking up a whole bunch of cool, you know, mods and shit that I can do to my spirit pack. So that's right, just going right. to have to do for now. I'll, well, you know, if I can get a Hasbro printer, pack later, homie, you can I know, print I know, one. I know. And, and I've been looking at stuff. There's just so much shit to get and so much shit to print. I don't know where to fucking start. So I'm active in the, in the, you know, proton spirit proton pack group on Facebook. They've been sending me links and giving me, you know, oh, well, you can get this on Etsy for this much. And I'm like, well, I can fucking 3D print that. I just need mm-hmm. to file. Oh, yeah, dude. Print that. So, and then I did see a lot of people modding the spirit pack with the Hasbro, with the fucking. Uh, oh, yeah. Tons of people put it. We've uh, actually a couple people in our groups. They did that, too. Yeah. So, but I want to go all out, rewire, add lights, put a fucking speaker in the bitch. Fucking. Yeah, there's a lot of shit I want to do, and I'm like, I can do this. I'm confident I can so, do this. Did you get your Alice frame yet? Start. I have it in my cart on Amazon. Get I already have that. Frame. Um, and Bobby, then, get your Alice frame too. Even though you're not getting your pack for two more years. I mean, listen. And the weird part is, is like everybody's like, why don't you build one? It's like you know, I want to, but I have too much other crap that I'm trying to yeah. do first for cosplay. It, so I'm like, I'm fine with that being on reserve for two years. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Work on this other stuff, and then eventually, if it's like fuck it, I'll build one while I have two. I don't give so, a shit. To answer that question, building one is time and money, and to buy one straight out is still way cheaper than to build one. Oh, I know. Yeah, pay it. No, I'm, I'm just saying for anybody who's like questioning why, you would easily spend the amount doubly on what you would to build it. Instead of just getting what you're going to get in this bag. Well, see, and I'm I'm pretty tech savvy with some stuff, so that's why I feel. I mean, of course, I'm not going to have the badass fucking shit that the Hasbro pack has, but I can do shit no, to dude, that. 
Listen, and cosmetically, and then you know, add a sound card. People in there have and, done amazing things with the spirit packs, dude. Yeah. Hands in, hands down. Um, shit. I mean, just different color schemes, adding shit. I mean, you name it, you get it, dude. There's a couple different uh, kits out there. Like Franken Geek makes one. That's the, like the light kit specifically for the yeah. spirit like pack and wand. Um. Dude, my, if, if you want the Spengler one on there, that's fine. Like I said, I would, or at least start printing an 80% one. Yeah. Well, that was the plan. Yeah, yeah. And I have the files. But like I said, it's not just, it's piece by piece that I have to print. Right. So, oh, yeah, dude. There's a know, dude yeah. I work with, man. Like just the Cyclotron alone was four pieces that you got to, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it takes time. Yeah. It's, and I, I know I could build it because I like to build shit, but you know. Ugh. Speaking of building and Ghostbuster stuff, Bobby, is there anything that you would like to mention maybe coming oh, up? Oh, yes. So this Friday at approximately 7 p.m., uh, the Machine Shop, my show that has been kind of dormant for a bit and it's just been busy, sorry for everybody out there who likes it, is going to have a special Ghostbusters equipment episode featuring, are you all ready for this, the man, the Fluff Master Supreme, along with another friend of ours, Corey. Corey, Mr. Corey Kaufman. Mr. Corey Kaufman. I'm no, going to have them come South on. Maniac. I'm going to have them come on and discuss. We're going to discuss proton packs and the wands and equipment because I now have one of the wands. I know how it works, and I got the proton pack coming. But these guys also built it. We're going to discuss that approximately 7 p.m. I got to give that time to Corey. I told him 6:30, but we ch I changed it to seven. Well, we so can hop in 6:30 and do the bullshit until seven. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. So <laughs> we're going to do that this Friday and. uh we're gonna talk some Ghostbusters shit. Yeah, our a special, a special Ghostbusters holiday edition. Yeah, it'd be like a GB one hundred and one essentially. Absolutely, all the pack part names and shit like that. I will be joining in the chat. Hell Would yeah! You, I mean, Steve, you're more if, if you want to kind Look, of. Look, no, it. you got these guys are the masters. I have no place in this. I just want to watch and learn. That's it. <laughs> it's gonna be fun because like I mean, not that we've like discussed how we're gonna do this, but in my head. Like, I figured, like, I'm probably going to have my pack here, and I imagine Corey's probably going to have his behind him, too, right? So this is going to be almost like an like an elementary education model where you can pull out, like, the long stick and be like, now this is the booster tube. This is the booster <laughs> ladder. This, you know what I mean? Like, we're, we'll go through all the little parts and all the little bullshit. And, 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 like, I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan, but you two literally are, are Ghostbusters. Like, like, like so, so, like, I'm here. You guys are up here. You're off the screen. Dude, I'm not even there. There's people way the fuck above me, man. I'm just... Well, for me, you guys are. And I'm a huge, like I said, big Busters fan. So, but what having you two is... What does stand for? Oh, he's going to put me on the fucking spot. Oh! oh. You get the one oh. question. Listen, you get one question tonight. The rest have to be saved for Friday. I was going to say, I know where it is, but I can't remember exactly what it stands for. But it is the top uh, piece up near the uh, your gun. but. I mean, Joe and Scoobs are yes, real. We are. We're real Ghostbusters, but they're real Ghostbusters. We just hunt. We're not you even know what's Ghostbusters. Funny? We're ghost hunters. There's every time we get suited up, there's at least half of the time we get asked if we actually do real ghost investigations. <laughs> and it's amazing. And I'm like, why do I mean, like, I'm not saying I'd be opposed to it, but no, we don't. Like, you know <laughs> Eric said hydrogen gas, gas accumulator. Now, Eric, all right, so I got to say, I got to give a shout out to my boy, Eric, here, because Eric is the dude who got me into GB cosplay. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. So this motherfucker I met back in 2013, and we met actually playing Ghostbusters the video game. 
Nice. Randomly enough, after like an hour long of playing and just shooting the shit, we found out we live 40 minutes away from each other. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. So needless to say, he's like, hey, Ernie Hudson's coming to a con that's going to be two hours away from us in three months. And I was like, oh, no shit. I'm building a slime blower. And then the next day I started building a slime blower. Fuck yeah. And so, yeah, that was my Ghostbusters history lesson right there <laughs> for at least my shit. But, you know, and I feel like the mo- like communities like that for mo- films, like just bring people together that never would have met. Oh, I never would have met you guys. I never would have met you guys had I not jumped into the Friday the 13th community. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how it all started, you know? And Bro, like if it wasn't for Gallo, I would have never even like met TJ or Chad. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the whole. If, it's crazy, dude. Like I love, it, I love our communities, man. Like, yeah. All if it wasn't for me getting involved in Project Louder, I wouldn't have met you guys or TJ. Exactly, dude. No, I knew Bobby as a cosplayer, and then it was like, "Hey, Bob's coming on the show." Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, cool." Oh yeah, that's right. I knew you as a cosplayer, but I didn't mm-hmm. talk to you. And all of a sudden, we're like, we're on the show. It's like, ah, best buds after that. Fuck yeah, dude. Absolutely. Alrighty, <laughs> let's. Uh, I say it's time to wrap this bitch up. Seeing we we're just under two hour minute here. Yeah, it's time to hit the hay. Alrighty. Heather, would you like to uh, start us off and we'll go clockwise? Uh, what did we say my name is? Whatever Redhead you want of, it to be. Redhead of the Dead? Redhead yeah, of the Dead. dead. All, yeah. right. <laughs> All right. I'll be hopefully seeing you again sometime. This is Heather, Redhead of the Dead. This is your killing machine, Bobby and Moan, saying happy holidays, and we'll see you next week, fuckers. This is your Prince of the Paranormal, the Duke of the Dead, Lord Scubacabra. Saying, see you later, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is your Pluff Master Supreme, Big Johnny D, saying adios and stay fresh, cheese bags. Yeah, away.